Did you guys hear the the uh, the one about the three uh, vampire cowboys sitting at the saloon? Uh, no, no, Brian. Brian. no, you didn't. Okay, it's because I just made it up. So there was uh, uh, there's these three vampire cowboys, right? They're sitting at the bar at the saloon, and they're debating on how they can figure out who's the bat most badass vampire cowboy, right? And the one goes, "I am definitely the most badass vampire cowboy." Watch this. He disappears, comes, reappears ten seconds later, blood all over his face. And he goes, yeah, guess what? I just drained the blood of all the people sitting in the upstairs parlor. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. The other guy goes, watch this, disappears. 10 seconds later, reappears. Says he points out the swinging door, says, do you see that saloon over there? I just drained the blood of someone sitting over in that saloon over there. The other guy goes, fuck that noise, disappears. Comes back 10 seconds later, whole body covered in blood. He says, you see that cactus over there? They're like, yeah. He goes, fuck, I didn't. <laughs> Welcome, <Jesus>. boys and ghouls, <laughs> to another fucking episode oh of the is Forever Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. <laughs> I am Steve. And I'm also very dis- disappointed. That, that was took a-, a strong joke. That uh, took as long to get to it as Mm -hmm. my movie did to get to the plot. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) which is to say, fifty-two minutes roughly. (laughs) Um, Speaking of absolute piece of shit material, guys, we have a motherfucking slobber knocker uh, of a showdown episode for you this month. This being our March showdown, believe it or not pretty wild to to think about it is already March and we're already doing this goddamn showdown if you will recall uh in previous episodes we have already discussed the uh topic that you are uh, our lovely spooky ooky listeners out there helped us to select is old west horror um so uh I guess before we get into that I should probably explain for those who are new to the podcast we still are gathering new listeners on a weekly basis I kind of forget that from time to time but um every month we do one of our four episodes is a showdown episode we have three topics that come from a long list of suggestions and and things that we came up with potential topics and we put it on the social medias and you the listeners and social media friends and all that sort of thing help us pick uh which one you want to see us do once we have that we each select a movie and then we all watch all three movies and then we argue about it and then we vote and then one of us reigns supreme for the for the month one of us is the goddamn champ takes home that championship belt that goddamn shoulder candy which meg uh coming to to i mean she's on the verge of of the first ever um i don't know what do you call that triple crown i mean is it officially a dynasty i would love for you guys to call it that yeah, a turkey. I am a show pony. Here. A turkey, a turkey. It's a turkey in bowling terms. Um, but uh, yeah, so she has won regrettably the last two consecutive months. Uh, and uh, so this 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 month, I'm going to propose something, guys. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this live on the spot here. And I'm I'm you know what I'm just spitballing. So let's let's fight about it. We decided. When we got Western horror, that we were going to not pick the predictable movies, right? Which is like, 
Bone Tomahawk and Ravenous. Like those are the two like ones that are like very famous, obviously very good horror, Western horror movies. So we started poking around on the old Bible, which is to say the Tubi app, and we found uh, the old, what I like to call the Old Testament uh, on the Tubi app. And they, we found that there is a absolute shitload, especially of like early to mid 2000s to like early to mid 2010s. There is 750 shitty horror Western movies. Um, so we decided we were going to go kind of lowbrow with this one, right? Yeah. We have all agreed already that all three of our movies are dog poop, right? We are yes. in agreement to this? Yep. Mm hmm. Uh, some of our listeners have also agreed upon this as well <laughs> and have sent, sent us messages. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who, who messaged me uh, recently? And uh, But I'm pretty sure it was Ben. It was, yes. Ben, ben uh, messaged me on Thursday uh, night and said, these old Western showdown movies, dot, 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 woof. <laughs> and I gets said... It, gets it. I, I said... <laughs> fair but they'll be good to talk about so um so he uh he obviously uh is going along this um this down this down this dirty rotten fucking path with us but here's my proposal do we vote and and we kind of go golf score or we go golf golf scoring rules and whoever's is the worst or whoever's the lowest score wins and we just go for whoever's the shittiest i don't <sighs> think there's any other option at this point i feel yeah. like my entire review of this is like this movie sucks yeah I, I, like it, and, and we obviously already that. we all feel a little bit differently i see so i am actually interested to see how this plays out but do we want to award the belt to the person with the worst movie um i i, I think we still just gotta vote our heart okay and it, it's because <laughs> Peace be with you, Steve. Yeah. I, I, know, I know what's in my heart as far as what I want to tolerate, what I'm yeah. willing to talk about. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And, and all three movies are bad in their own separate way. They are true. true. So, so, so we are going to go with our favorite, though. We're going to go with our favorite. We're not going to go with the best movies. We're just going to say what our favorite is. Okay, fair enough. Because yeah. I have a clear one coming. In. We'll 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 get into it. We'll get I, into I, it. I think it is fair to say to the audience. So, whatever wins today, it's not the best. No. It, it wins on whatever merits that we decide it wins on. <laughs> Correct. Right. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because what we did, a wild card of a month, though, guys. To yeah, be real. yeah. I mean, we definitely. First of all, we, the the topic that we didn't think was going to win got picked, and yeah. then we and then we decided we made this just just flippant. Just I mean, obviously total lapse in judgment where we all agreed to picks intentionally shitty movies, <laughs> and I was like, that's normally my that's my dad bag. I'm mm -hmm. the one who picks the piece of shit movie. And now we have, and then you guys gang up on me about why my movie's a piece of shit. And then I explain that it is a piece of shit, but that I like it. This time around, we all picked piece of shit. This is like the yeah. Brian movie episode. We all picked piece of shit we, movies. We really like missed branding op opportunity and should have been calling this in the mouth of March Madness. <laughs> like God from the beginning. It. Where are these fucking genius ideas, Steve? Head of the fucking back. Burying the league god damn you 
Um, all right. Yeah. So, so, but they are going to be fun to talk about, I think. Uh, but before we get into them, we got some other damn things we, we got to do. Before I forget, I'll say this. If you want to help us pick these topics, if you want to suggest topics to us, we're going to be doing a couple of damn mini shows here coming up quick that are, that are uh, topics that were suggested by, uh, by listeners and social media friends as well. So throw us those suggestions. Slide into the old DMs. It's mm, it's cozy in there. Slip on in. <laughs> Slide in. Drop Brian, it. Brian, you're not selling it right Just now. Drop it. Go like this. <laughs> Just release a suggestion into into our warm, moist DMs, and then we'll take. One of the- <laughs> I'm mortified right now. Meg Brian, just, you're not Meg's, selling this. Meg's eyes bulged out of her head when I said that. And then leave one for us, and then we'll, we might use it. Or not. Maybe we'll just release it back into the wild. I don't know. But um, follow us on social medias at uh, Halloween at Halloween is Forever on the Instagram. Halloween is Forever um, podcast on Facebook. It's at Halloween Forever on Twitter. It's at Halloween is Forever pod on the old Tiki Talkies. Or if you want to send us an email, it's Halloween is Forever pod at gmail.com. What is everybody drinking right now? I'll go first because I always feel like I make you guys go first. Is everybody <laughs> all right with that? Go for it. Because right. I'm double fisted. <laughs> this is and your as episode. You get, as you get, this is the Brian episode. <laughs> this is the Brian it's, episode. It's horse shit. Yeah, <laughs> Brian rolls means everything's garbage. <laughs> it's dumpster fire. Um, I am double fisting uh, coffee and beer here because I'm fucking exhausted. What uh, is your mug, dude? Oh, I love your mug. Oh, oh, that's uh, that's my my uh, reanimator, recaffeinator uh, uh, mug. Um, with it's got a little Herbert West on there, and he's got like the serum, but instead of the serum, it's coffee, and he's got all his science things are all uh, coffee paraphernalia. Um, this is Netsy Buy. It's where all the best things come from. Nice. Um, and then beer wise, not a surprise here. I'm just about to crack into a uh, little uh, Sly Fox Hellas lager because that's what I got on hand, and that's what's cold, and that's what you're drinking good with these damn freshies. Uh, <laughs> hashtag EMP, guys. Uh, brought a lot of beer back from the brewery. It's fresh as fuck, so I'm gonna be drinking it. Um, so nice. a little, little little golden loggy boy uh, for me this evening. What do you guys got? Have you guys ever heard of whiskey? Because that's what I decided to drink tonight. I'm familiar. I like to call I like to call a brown party liquor. Um, I got I got some white party liquor tonight. Ooh, it's white a, party a white whiskey from Three Floyds Distilling. It's their mm. divine right. And uh, when I was at the store earlier, I picked up some like polar seltzer water that you know it was like. Uh, what what fucking flavor? Oh, prickly pear and citrus, and it was fu- it sounded delicious. Mm. So, and can confirm this is a great, yeah. easy drinking sipper for the night. It's uh, it's it, you're basically drinking like it, I always think when I mix white whiskey into things, which I I rarely do, but when I do, it reminds me of uh, tequila in a lot of ways, like white tequila. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tastes, tastes like white tequila in a lot of ways to me, especially with some citrus. But that, that, that taste sounds pretty refreshing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, no. It's nice. I was like, I didn't have any beer cold, but I was like, you know what? I have plenty of whiskey right now. But speaking <laughs> of tequila, this is a sidebar question. Have either of you guys had Sotol? It's like not – it's like kind of falls into the tequila family, but it's its own plant. Hmm. No. Oh. Hmm. I don't think so. I've had friends like tell me about it, and someone actually told me recently that there's like – 
like agave is like not a shortage of sorts, but like it's being like a lot of people are drinking tequila. So there is a little bit of a shortage on um, agave. So Mm -hmm. people are like growing this plant, the Sotol plant instead because it grows a little bit easier. So Hmm. when I'm in Texas next week, I'll bring some back. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of that. That's what's hot in the streets right now, I guess, huh? I don't yeah. know. I usually am. I, listen, I'm, I, I learn about things way, way after they're cool. Um, so it is not surprising <laughs> to learn that, that I have not heard of it, but it does sound interesting. Yeah. So is it, it's a, it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a big uh, fibrous plant, I would assume. Big starchy fibrous plant. I would plant. assume. I actually don't know if I've seen a picture of one, but hmm. I'll look it up before I go. What if it's just like uh, another word for potato and it's just uh, <laughs> it's just a fucking potato. It's just potato vodka. Um, I, I don't know if I'd be disappointed versus excited. I don't know. I, as long as it's good, I'll be like, I don't care what form There's it comes like in. There's just like a bunch of Polish guys da- down in oh Mexico with sombreros laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we told them it's this is some sip of tequila. It's just fucking Polish <laughs> potato vodka. We got them so good. <laughs> we got them so good. They're just eating pierogies like potato chips. Down there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I was doing yesterday. Uh, if you saw on the Instagrams, I was I I don't know forty ninety pierogies yesterday. That might be why I uh, feel like I got hit by a truck today. That's a lot of starch, probably. I, yeah, I ate a lot, a lot of starch, a lot, a lot of potatoes, a lot of, a lot of cottage cheese, a lot of butter Ugh. as well. Just because they're fried sounds up really, in butter, that sounds really healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do the cheese. The, they do the the cheese uh, filled ones, onion and cheese, and mm. it's like cottage cheese, but it's like dry cottage cheese. Oh, um, so I like cottage cheese pierogies. Like there is yeah. a BBT, like Bloomfield Bridge Tavern, mm-hmm. that used to be open, and they would always have like sauerkraut, cottage cheese, and like potato. Yeah. And yeah, so the, good. The, the cheese, the cottage cheese, the Polish cottage cheese, which is not. It's like not creamy. It's like sure. you know what well, it is, but it's like it doesn't. It's not like you just got like a tub of cottage cheese at the fucking store and put it in there. It's not wet like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I'm going to put this idea into our listeners' heads. I think people should get um, a tub of cottage cheese and like dip their pierogies in it mm, and then mm. eat it like a potato I would one. do that. I would fucking do that. Sounds so good right now. I would do that. I fucking love cottage cheese. Steve's making a big old sad frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a cottage cheese guy? Mm-mm. No, I fucking <laughs> love cottage pass. cheese. You know what I put on cottage cheese? What? Just fuck tons of pepper, black pepper. Nice. I, I literally will get like a tub of cottage cheese. I'll just crack black pepper all over the top, eat it out of the thing. And then once I eat that top layer, I'll put more pepper and then eat the next layer. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll rip into some. You're, you're incredibly like, I, excited about this. It is. Steve is looking at me with more disdain than he's ever looked at me before. And I've said horrifying shit yeah. in his presence. Before. I have never. I have never heard of that. Really? Like, I, yeah. Like I. One. I think both of you are the only two people in my life right now that like cottage cheese. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, I and grew then, up on cottage cheese like crazy. I think you need peaches, to find better friends. Pineapples. <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah. that last the last tub I got, I had caraway sauerkraut on hand too and put that oh, on it. Fuck it yes. So I, would, I would fuck that up too. good. Yeah. I have not heard of any of this. You're just bewildered. <laughs> Steve is just bewildered. Yeah. It's like I, yeah. it's like we told we just told him that like he was adopted or something. Like it's just like mm. pure bewilderment on his face right now. Never I could never imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought it would come to this. Yeah. 
just like not only are there people who just eat tubs of cottage cheese but they layer black pepper all over it it's like what 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 kind of diet is that i don't like i thought like i thought don't you we see like, these physiques steve yeah, yeah but no i understand but i thought like we were all kind of in agreement with like yeah we're into like garbage shit of like yeah let's eat fucking mustard and brunchwagger together yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah we're all together on that but now we have this big divergence between us of like like what the fuck is cottage cheese that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> now here's another question and and we haven't discussed this i don't think ever before so this might put further strain on our friendship are do you just do you drink like would you drink a glass of milk yeah yeah um me too. only if it had ice in it oh i mean okay. that's, i like it yeah. when it's like super super fucking cold like i do love super cold milk i wouldn't put ice yeah. in it because i don't like to get watered down but i i i get what you're saying because i love when i like when you're outside working. This is people. Some people at home are going to be gagging. When you oh, come yeah. inside, I'm it's a hot, little bit. <laughs> a fucking really cold glass of milk is very refreshing. Why is it so good though? I know. I, I love it. I love it. I also like. will get very specific on when I drink it. Like uh, with when I'm eating spaghetti specifically. Oh like, yeah, it's it was a dinner <laughs> thing for me. Like when yeah. we were kids, it wasn't like uh, oh, what are you going to drink with dinner? It was like everybody glass of milk it was just like we had <laughs> yeah. a we had a milk fridge me and my brother would easily drink a gallon of milk a day easily easily we used to have i'm not even joking if i don't know if he's listening here he can he can comment and and uh and confirm this we used to have five six gallons of milk in in this fridge on hand at any given time that's insane wow. wait uh, me and my like brother a two percenter is this whole milk or no we were we were we would occasionally get whole milk we were typically a two percent family yeah uh, <laughs> as, as a kid yeah we were two percent family but we I, would we would crush milk crush i want to i really want to share with you guys one of the most disgusting things that my parents like brought into my house as a child <laughs> Steve's already drink. making a face i can't stop looking at Steve's face <laughs> i mean i grew up in a household with like three other siblings and so obviously it was just like okay whatever is the cheapest but the most disgusting drink that uh my parents gave to me at dinner was root Steve's beer face. juice was what <laughs> root beer juice like it was non-carbonated <laughs> like not good. I Wait, so I could explain, not choke it. What it you don't just say like I don't know. Don't what just else say to that. Say. Tell us what it is. It's it's juice that's like tastes like root beer, and it's like watered down root beer that's is not this a carbonated. homemade thing. No, it was in a gallon jug. Like For was what it a store? concentrate? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember that. I'm talking about this is like gallon jug. Yeah. Was it like? Was it like orange drink or blue drink or purple drink kind of it stuff? Was it like was like just... that, but like root beer root flavored. Beer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <sighs> Fucking I mean, awful. I've never if heard someone about can that. find that or like, like, like I'll yo. probably, here's my thing is like, why don't you just drink root beer? Because <laughs> there were four kids in this house and that's too expensive. <laughs> I, I feel like I'd be really into that, but like, oh, I would too. I fucking love root beer. I, yeah. eat root beer. I mean, we've established I eat root beer candies like they're fucking going out of style. <laughs> I, I always have a pocket full of them. I just give them to little kids on the street. But as a juice, it fucks with your brain. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. You said juice and that threw me for a loop. But it's, it's it, juice. Like, it's juice like like Kool-Aid is a juice. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. Listen, I'm not judging. When I was a kid, I definitely thought. Kool-Aid was juice. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like we were the type of family where Kool-Aid is juice. I too thought Kool-Aid was juice. Yeah, but... me too. 
Like I just thought tropical punch was they just like juiced a bunch of really delicious tropical what? fruits and they all have to be red. <laughs> so like if you if you look up root beer juice on Google, it just comes up with a bunch of like jewel it's and e cigarettes. It's just a stuff. snuff film. Oh god. <laughs> it's just called Yeah. If you go if you just shit. Google root beer juice, it's just a snuff film. Uh, yeah, guys, I was actually lying. We were just vaping. Yeah, but I, I will you agree with Mango. Drinking vape, vape fluid. <laughs> I'll agree with Mango on this. In in that, um, so you, there's like those mix in drink packets. Yeah, out there that you just put yeah, in yeah. the water. Sure, there's mm-hmm. root beer flavored ones, and I do get those. Really? Oh, see, I never look because it, it's like it's like it's like a zero calorie, you know, root beer yeah. rather than drinking a whole bunch of fucking uh, soda. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I'm still grossed out by that. I. This is a not a good memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This isn't like a nostalgia trip down, you know, memory lane, pleasant We're- stroll down memory lane. Um. Yeah. No. I probably would. I probably would like it because I fucking love like root beer and root beer flavored things. Like a root beer float is like one of my favorite fucking things. I adore a root mm-hmm. beer float. Like on a hot day. God damn, I love a root beer float. Um, or birch beer, boy, just birch beer, root beer, and milk. I'll live on it. Throw a beer in there, some coffee. I'm just, a, it, I, I think I'm Pennsylvania Dutch. I'm is, not sure. Is root beer, is a root beer float almost just like root beer milk? Because I feel like um, now you just need to mix the two together. <laughs> well, they have root beer milk over Windy Ridge Dairy over what? in Fombell. Oh, yeah. They have oh, chocolate yeah. milk. They have chocolate milk. They have all the different, you know, flavored milks. They have pumpkin milk at, you know, around Halloween, but they have root beer milk. It's good as hell. Is it? It, it? Yeah. I mean, it's so rich. It's unbelievable. Like, Ugh. if you've ever had their chocolate milk, it's like life alteringly delicious, but it almost tastes like melted ice cream. Like, it's so oh, rich. Okay. It's so rich. Um, but yeah, they have root beer milk. It's, it's fantastic. It does seem like a little. So basically, all it is is you just put a, a couple uh, scoops of, uh, uh, of uh, vanilla ice cream, or really any ice cream. I use vanilla ice cream in, uh, you know, big, big goddamn uh uh new brighton hot dog shop cup <laughs> and then and then you pour pour some root beer over it that's all eat with a spoon it's delicious treat yourself uh treat yourself yeah, yeah. now i actually probably need to find one in the next few days yeah yeah, yeah i mean the recipe i just spelled it out that there it is <laughs> there it is um what are you drinking steve <laughs> Oh yeah, what if, still what doing if, that. What if Steve was just like, and he just picked up a gallon jug of like a root beer juice? <laughs> I found root beer juice in the house. Uh, no, I am drinking from Empire Brewing Company, which is up in New York, which I assume is the origins of. Yeah, it seems like the origins of root beer juice as well. So, <laughs> there it, but, that's in. Uh, I've been there. I've I've been to Empire Brewing Company. Been to Empire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I have their, I have their Skinny Atlas Cranberry Kolsch German Style Ale. Mm. That's so, a lot of words, but it sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. You know, it's I don't think it's as good as like a straight up Reichsdorf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of my benchmark for Kolsch. I'm glad you said that because I feel like I never know how to pronounce it. I just say it that way. Reichsdorf. <laughs> yeah. Reichsdorf. <laughs> but, Reichsdorf. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's a nice, easy-drinking beer, and it has, like, a little bit of a uh, ocean spray back into it. Mm. So, it's good beer. Mm. Mm. Nice. Um, yeah, why was that? Oh, oh, because uh, we go to upstate New York in the summertime. Sometimes go up there, stay in a cabin, swim in the lake, and uh, we went into town. Because it's in Rochester, right? Um, it might be outside of Rochester. I forget what it says on the can. 
it's uh, it's packaged in Ellicottville and oh. little in Little Valley. So it's oh, that's probably in, a twenty bucks. Says they probably actually work with Ellicottville Brewing Company. Yeah, they like contract contract mm-hmm. brewer yeah. package stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah, very I think possible. so because I always see them in the same place. Yeah, I'm sure so. it is. I'm sure they they probably contract brew there or something, but. Right on. So we have beers. We've talked about beers. Uh, It is time to get into these son of a bitching movies. These damn. Now, I want to point out because Meg is going to determine who goes in in what order as as is tradition. The champ determines the order here. But uh, I will remind you that two of you, meaning (laughs) you guys picked both picked vampire westerns. I know mine's more of a zombie thing. Yeah. Yours, yours is kind of yours feels more like a vampire movie. It's like this Hers it's actually is vague. Like, yeah, <laughs> it it's is. very vague, but they call them they refer to them as the undead. So that's yeah. I get what you're saying like but I think instead of like drinking blood they're like skinning people. Yeah, they're more worried about the skin, yeah. but there right. is like a they from what I understand though they they live on blood, right? Mm. Yeah, remember when they're like dumping all the blood down the fucking like they harvest people's blood and shit, don't they? I don't recall. I I mean, the only blood I'm like actively remembering is like the slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Well, maybe they're just ghouls in general. But um, in any case, listen, maybe it's a moot point. Fuck me, right? Um, (laughs) So what you tell us? Tell us what you want to tell us what uh, what order we're gonna go in. What do you think? I'm more curious about what your point was going to be. Well, because I was going to say, do we want to break up the vampire movies? Because mine is more oh. of a zombie oh. situation, and yours are both vampire movies. But it, I think I I need, really I'm still going to go second. But I was going to maybe flip you. Who did? Who went first last time? Because I feel like Brian, you did maybe in the last showdown. So I was maybe I do not s- recall. That's fine, Steve. You will start. I will go mm-hmm. second, and Brian will wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I'm good with that because I'm not going to take a lot of time. <laughs> no, I don't think. Yeah, I think I think it's probably fair to say we're not going to be doing a real thorough plot synopsis. Oh, of this isn't going to be movies. a four hour episode. N- probably not. You know, <laughs> I don't think not. anybody really. You know, this isn't a field in England. I don't think we need to really get deep and philosophical about, uh, you know, Blood Rain to yeah. Electric Boogaloo. I, but... I honestly do want to spend more time on both of your films. <laughs> I, I, I find them more interesting in what they do wrong. Yeah. I okay. am I am shocked at I so okay. A little backstory in case you're a new listener, uh, and this is your first episode. I had originally announced that I wanted to just do a straight up punishment movie and make everybody sad because I thought Brian and Meg were gonna take Ravenous and Bone Tomahawk. And I was <laughs> right. gonna be left with all these random dregs. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna commit right now to do Uva Bowl's Blood Rain 2 Deliverance because Uva Bowl is one of the most reviled directors out there. Mm-hmm. Little did I know. This film isn't his worst. It definitely isn't. I mean, and I've it probably really only isn't. seen like three of his movies. Yeah. I was actually, and don't get me wrong, this is dog shit. Yeah, but bad. it is, but it is not anywhere nearly as bad as some of his other ones. No, not and, at and all. I, I felt like I felt ripped off. <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> tried upset. to go. It, you were like a suicide bomber who ran yeah. into the, like, ran into the building, and then it, it was a dud. 
it didn't go off. Instead, instead of then my he opened best... it up, and instead of it, instead of being strapped to your chest was a bunch of dynamite. It was just pool noodles. Yeah, it, instead of like, it was just like the the New Year's Eve confetti poppers. Like I just popped a bunch of New Year's Eve confetti poppers, and I went, oh, ooh. Ah, <laughs> this is awkward now, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. Well, the the film is you know obviously based off video game properties because that's what he's most famous for doing adapting video games into shitty movies as a german tax dodge that was his whole gimmick throughout yeah. the 2000s and he has some really really awful shit like alone in the dark postal he has a series of movies called rampage films which are basically just glorifying uh mass shooters oh god and they're they are abysmal and you know just awful to their core yeah and uh the the star of those films is actually in this movie um which would be the, char- the character the character of mueller i did who, not take the time to memorize any of these people's names so the the character that's in the jail cell who's kind of the exposition dump for when rain gets put in the jail cell yep mm-hmm. yeah yep gotcha it, Gotcha. Yeah. 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 He he's the star of these rampage films. Interesting. Okay. And just they are some of the most awful shit. <laughs> yeah. Done, just but. just fucking despicably bad. Like not even yeah. bad. Just like exploitation to a despicable level. I mm-hmm. think even like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for all the wrong exploitation for all the wrong reasons, which sounds like a double negative, but it's not. Like it's not. It's just yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but this film, Blood Rain 2, is it, it, it's just a kind of boring, serviceable vampires in the Old West mm-hmm. uh, film. And it's yep. on like a small scale. It's not terribly intriguing in any way. Mm-hmm. There's nothing very interesting about any of the characters. And it's a real kind of bore. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's some there's some good points, but overall, bleh. Yeah, some. I mean, I mean, just a a clinic on stock footage and whooshing noises. Like that's the, yeah. the whole fucking movie, and and what? jerky, shitty camera work, and like yeah. the, fra- oh, the, the frame so dimensions bad. are all fucked up. It's yeah, shot extremely poorly. <laughs> so the original Blood Rain that was directed by Uwe Boll stars Christina Logan, who is who was the TX in Terminator Three. Mm-hmm. In this film, he couldn't afford her, and obviously, he also couldn't afford steady cams either. Yeah, because everything is fucking jerky and it is bad. I mean, it, it really takes you out. I mean, not that you're invested at all, but it does like take you out of it so much it's so, so that you're like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like yeah. even between like both of your movies, like they were so old too that even slow mo was just really bad. Oh, the slow mo was, was terrible. Like, and I yeah. think both your films kind of had that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. This well, mine at least has an excuse. Uh, this movie <laughs> Yours is has basically no Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman was fucking zombies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't have an excuse, so, but. Well, I, th- I think the excuse is is the low budget. It's not necessarily. I mean, it's partially that they're old. Oh, yeah, because they're both. Well, yours is from 2011. This one is more uh, 2007, which actually yeah. is more in line with where Meg's film was shot. But yeah. I think bo- because both of them are edited, probably Adobe Premiere or shitty digital, something mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. And then when they do the slow-mo, it's not that they were filmed in slow motion. They just extend the timeline, yeah. right. which makes it in in the editor, which makes it 
look bad. It just chops down the mm-hmm. frame rate like crazy. Gotcha. Right. And there's and there's there's non-existent frames to go mm-hmm. into those. So it's like interpolated within the computer and it just looks terrible. Chops, it looks yeah. awful. It's really bad looking, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, uh we can get into the But fucking Scott Farkas showed up. <laughs> yeah, the, that is that is the bright point. Yeah, he uh, showed the fuck up. Zach Ward is another commonality you find in Uva Bowl films. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in this one. He's in Postal. I think he might show up in a couple others, but he plays Billy the Kid, one of the... And there's like no explanation as to where is he, he like actually originates from. Is he like Billy? Like, is he the Billy the Kid? <laughs> I, think, I think so. I think so. I think he's supposed to be the famous Billy the Kid, but he shows up with an Eastern Transylvanian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like no backstory. As well, like, some, sometimes it's like Old West accent and sometimes yeah. it's like... <laughs> Transylvanian type of accent. It's like if uh, if Bella Lugosi lived in Hazard County. Like that's kind of what it sounds like to me right. a little bit. I feel like it almost even was like they saw you know Billy the Kid versus Frankenstein. We're like, guys, we need to re- we need a reboot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. He, he thought to himself. Uva Bull sat there and thought, you know what? They're onto something here. <laughs> I think I can do this right. Do this justice. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of problem with accents throughout the film. Oh, my not, God, Jesus. Nobody seems so, to hold, hold no, the no. Uh, the The lead character, Rain, who is played by Natasia Malfe, mm. uh, she is a Norwegian act, model and actress. And, she, like, she did a handful of films mm-hmm. in the 2000s. And that's about it. Yeah. Because she's a model. She's hot enough that she doesn't have to do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Her, like... <laughs> complete lack of physicality in this movie was so tough are you referring to, to uh, like how dramatic when she like got touched like literally like it's like let me shove you on the shoulder and she runs it falls into a wall is it's that like what you're talking about we were talking about how like when uh, so like uh, i'm not 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 to get ahead but like wesley snipes looks like he could kick someone's ass like when he's mm-hmm. in a movie you're like he has physicality. He looks like a martial arts. And even the 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 woman who played the uh, what the, I think they just called her the whore in in your movie, um, she <laughs> yeah, had no, they, did, yeah. they they were just like that's that's the whore yeah <laughs> she but she was like she was very physical and kind of like had some a couple really badass scenes you know and stuff like that and you're like it feels like if you like blew on her she wouldn't fall down right. this woman feels like she's a like she's struggling to stand at any one given time like the way yeah. she's ha- she's wielding her little blades it's like someone gave them to her and it's the first time she ever held them yeah you know not, what I mean? not, and again not to say that those blades are common no, weapons ever. no but like she showed up to set and they were like these are the things you'll be holding yeah you know what i mean she's like okay i guess she's yeah. like is someone you know, going like, to help me yeah. yeah, like Wesley Snipes, even though he phoned in his performance in, I, I know I'm, I'm talking about Meg's movie, but even though they phoned, he phoned in his performance completely, he, you could tell he spent some time fucking around with that whip. You know what I mean? Right. Like he <laughs> oh, looked yeah, yeah. natural with yeah. it. She yeah. looked so, she looked like she might as well have had like giant, like, <laughs> like, uh, like baseball fingers, you know, like a number one yeah. kind of thing. She might have, she might as well have those on her hands. That's how silly and out of place just, it looks. Just unwieldy and unsure of herself. Yeah. There, there, there's a great, 
I'm going to come back to this, yeah. but I'm just going to break down the plot for this entire film very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Believe the kid is stealing kids from the homestead and yes. the local town of deliverance. He's holding them hostage until the train arrives and then he's going to make vampires and send the vampires out on the trains across America. Right. Rain, I guess is friends with some of the kids that he stole. <laughs> she Maybe. shows up, has a problem with it. I think she just goes, used to babysit them. <laughs> Something like who knows? she is their nanny currently. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what the relation is. They never explain it. But yeah. she shows up, uh, finds that they've been stolen, goes to town, gets her ass kicked, comes back, gets more hired guns, goes back to town, fights vampires, wins. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole. That's, that's the done. script. Actually, it's not even just a that's plot. The movie. That's the whole script. Yeah, um, that's yeah. the movie. It's it's not complicated. <laughs> nope. I, and. Like you can have a film because I mean Brian's film isn't complicated either. Mm -mm. It's it's fucking zombies run from zombies. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> goddamn stinks falls out of space, turns everybody into a zombie, and then you know, yeah, there we go. There's a little yeah. bit of a backstory about um, you know, which we'll get into, but yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. It's the backstory's rough, <laughs> rough. Yeah, but uh, just to come back to those blades though, and her unwieldiness. It's early on where she first shows up to the homestead of the people that she's friends with. Mm -hmm. And she runs into another character who's also, I guess, a neighbor and a friend. And yeah. she's she has her blade drawn on him like she's going to use it. She's going to mm -hmm. defend herself yeah. despite him having a gun on her, <laughs> Yeah, which is always a weird choice. But as she's going back to mount up on her horse and ride into town, there is a very loud blade sheathing sound as she passes behind her horse. Yes. Because they can't show her. She has no physicality to put the blade away in the unwieldy way that it's packaged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she obviously drops the blade as she passes behind the I horse. I noticed this, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, swing. <laughs> it, it, it very much reads like she just sheathed it in the horse's asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fake horse. That's a prop. Yeah. Ho that, that that that's a that's a uh, that's a uh, uh, what a horse. It? A Trojan horse of sorts. But a Trojan horse. Yeah. I and that's the other thing. I will I will give props to all of our films. All of our films spent the time and money to get a horse. At least <laughs> they one. Did. They got a at horse. least one. You know that what, was though? the only also, criteria for this episode. You know what though? Yeah. I was in a. Uh, um, Riverside High School performance of the Music Man my senior year, and we also had a horse. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> well, of course hey, you did. I mean, yeah. your film also only had like one scene of a horse. <laughs> that's true. That's all they can afford. Yeah. In 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 you know what? That's not fair to say because um, the horse belonged to one of the people in the play because that's uh, where I live. Everyone oh, has okay. horses, so right. you know it. It's not like we went to a, a, a Hollywood horse guy. You know, it's just someone's fucking horse. It was I actually mean, at a this donkey. point, well, it's I'm not just... fronting, guys. It was actually a donkey. It was a mule or something. I don't know. It was a horse. Shitty donkey. <laughs> it was a shitty asshole let's, donkey. Let's, uh, let's not talk shit on donkeys, but I'm kind of regretting the opportunity to just be recording this episode on a horse, guys. Like, I think that was a missed opportunity for all of us. Yeah. Wait, why are you assuming I'm not on a horse? You can't see my legs. <laughs> I might be on a tiny little pony. You would definitely be on a donkey if you, if anything. Yeah. A horse girl Mig. Oh out. yeah! Oh my God! I almost <laughs> forgot. We have. We, we should be consulting her about uh, about this. She's she's the fucking resident horse girl. 
<laughs> I've seen a damn picture. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not letting that go on any business card is, anywhere for yeah. this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it like, I mean, it is a metric that I'm grading on of like how... Which movie had the most horses? Is yeah. that something that's playing into you today, Meg? Are you considering who who took the time to get the um, most horses, who had the most scenes of horses? After yeah. each review, I'm going to give everyone a one out of five horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be my criteria. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it, Blood Rain is... It's so boring and bland. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get some... You get some fun scenes. I think when they decide to uh, arm up and get more people in their posse to fight the vampires, that first scene you get introduced to a preacher character. Mm-hmm. He's kind of fun. Um, just that whole sermon he's giving. It's yeah. it goes on. It goes on pretty long, but it's also just I don't know. He, he's he, they try to make him like a badass kind of character, but you don't know. You don't know where he fits in at all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know. It just felt it felt like it was an idea that they had on a piece of paper and just kind of tacked on. It wouldn't yeah, be because we kind of kind of had like kind of a badass preacher. Yeah. Well, most I mean, most of them aren't fleshed out very well, but I think it's That's like true. the preacher, the preacher fits in because he's a he even though he's a slime ball, which is funny because they have another character who's called slime bag oh like, yeah yeah <laughs> but, slime bag i forgot about yeah, that even though even though he's like a shitty person he still also is technically a preacher mm-hmm. so like he can do the blessing of the bullets and the blessing of like holy. oh like, yeah okay sure sure yeah. so it's 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 a it serves a weapon in against the vampires but like mm-hmm. i wish they would have did a little more with these characters because they because all they do is recruit a preacher and then the guy who slime bag Francis or whatever, mm-hmm. and like, like, what does that guy add? Nothing. Well, and a lot of them look very much the same because everyone's right. like really greasy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I definitely got confused on who was who. Like, you know who Scott Farkas is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which we, I keep, I'm gonna keep calling him Scott. And we mentioned the last episode, the main guy who plays Billy the Kid is what's the guy's name again? What's the actor's name again? Zach Ward. Zach Ward, who played Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story. So mm-hmm. the, the 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 you know the bully, the taller, not the little toady bully. Um, he is the main baddie in this movie. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like he sticks out obviously because one, he's a ginger, and two, mm-hmm. he's dressed like a dandy. Like he's he's like a real, you know, up fancy boy. Yeah, yeah, he's a fancy he's a fancy vampire lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like that that's why I was confused. It's like I understand Billy the Kid was like kind of a, from what I understand, kind of a like um like a media whore kind of guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean in real life, but. Was he uh, like a fancy boy like that? I, I don't know. Mm. It just, uh, I, I don't know. I feel, last podcast covered him. Did you listen to those episodes? I did, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a I, while. I, I don't think he really was at all like a, like fancy, fancy per se, you know? Definitely mm-hmm. just, I think like, I don't know, almost like out for the challenge, like doing things just because he could, you know? Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's the other way that this movie misses is like, so you have Billy the Kid as an actual character. Like, why not, like, toss it up a little bit and, like, have, like, a Calamity Jane or an Annie Oakley join Mm -hmm. the posse? Yeah. As, like, because then you understand those characters are known for their, like, uh, gun work. Mm -hmm. Like, or, you know, or just their overall violence. Yeah, throw a damn Doc Holliday or some shit in there. You know what I mean? Well, well, they do make make mention at the end of the film, 
when she's she's after she wins the day, she's leaving and she says she's going to go help Wyatt Earp with the Clanton gang. Missed who the that. Clanton gang? Yeah, the Clanton gang is also vampires. Hmm. So it's like they have they have an awareness, but like why not make why not make the posse more interesting? The posse was just more slimy, greasy dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was know. so grossed out by the scene when what was it was the last guy she was picking up, but she also just ended up banging him. And I was just like, I don't think there's any scenario where it's like, did she? Well, did yeah, she bang him? Yeah. Did you, did you not catch hey, like you, is literally this the guy like, who, oh, like saved her? Are you talking about mm, when she went like Michael Myers in part five and she like floated down the <laughs> creek and like ended up meeting up with some rando and mm, he nursed no. her back to health? It was when she was like picking up everyone. It was like right before she then went back to town with everyone. Yeah, you're ta- you're yeah. talking about slime slime bag Francis. I don't okay. think she no, I don't think well, she banged him. I think what this you're, is why what I you, think she did is because like he he said what he said like oh we gonna like bang or whatever he said yeah yeah and then she kind of was like meh maybe and then you <laughs> cut to the other guys and all you hear is moaning. Well yeah, but the moaning was from the preacher and the waitress. Because I, she she clearly she clearly says oh preacher and he's like and he's like oh yeah hail Jesus like as he's fucking her <laughs> okay then yeah, I yeah. yeah okay that makes more yeah, sense so then, I, I remember that but yeah yeah so it's not, it's not I don't think it's clear that he that uh, rain bang slime bag Francis maybe she did maybe she didn't but you definitely hear the preacher and the waitress getting it on it's slime bag Francis is 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 like a moped you know it's Fun to bang until your friends see, you know? So right. she might have been like, listen, let's keep it on the DL, bro. Right. I'm not trying to get around that I'm banging slide bad friends. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't want her friends knowing. <laughs> every time you guys say his name, though, I feel like there's a really good Halloween costume opportunity <laughs> to do like a slime bag Daryl instead of dime bag Daryl. But, like, I, I was going to say, I mean, that's what it feels like. It's a wish.com dime bag Daryl slime bag Francis. It's like when you, it's like, it's like a. <laughs> What when you go into Spirit Halloween and they have the uh, like Wednesday Adams from the Adams family yeah, yeah. and it says like midweek cutie <laughs> <What>? <laughs> slime bag guitarist yeah, oh, yeah. God. That, or like also, what was the ju- evil juice demon it's like a big yeah, yeah. evil juice yeah. yeah that also sounds like a uh, garbage pail kid too though slime oh, bag Daryl it does <laughs> it does yeah yeah oh god. Yeah, I mean, aside from those scenes where she's picking up guys to uh, join the posse, I think both of those are kind of fun. Um, yeah, the, the way she proposes to Slimebag Daryl of, you know, but like it's never clear as to like what their real skills are. Uh, you know, it's not clear what the other guy's skill is other than one time he uses a Gatling gun, which is kind of cool. But um, the, the, the big denouement scene of where rain walks into the booby trap and like essentially seven kids are hung at the same time yeah like that that was the most oovable moment because he's like i'm gonna endanger kids visibly on camera (laughs) yeah yeah his whole thing is like and this is all of his movies but to dramatically varying degrees he has extremely um brutal and an extremely dark moments Mm -hmm. that he did not earn and that feel completely totally inconsistent with the rest of the movie yeah so you'll just be like oh this is like a silly schlock fest and you know there's a fucking boom mic in and then seconds later it's like yeah i'm gonna like throw a baby in a wood chipper you know what i mean it's just like so over the top all of a sudden 
because because then it gets even darker because so it's it's this goofy booby trap fucking rube goldberg machine Mm -hmm. where she walks through a door and a weight falls and it hangs seven kids but she's holding on to the weight to keep them from fully hanging yeah but that incapacitates her right so while that's happening billy the kid goes over and drains another kid yeah and like basically completely traumatizes not that they haven't they they've already seen this happen but like completely traumatizes a girl who I think she just might have really been traumatized from this thing on I set. I know these poor kids. Like and the, and 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 then he even like rubs your nose in it as a viewer. Like later mm-hmm. on when they do uh, uh, save the one sister and the mom's like, and she's like, Sarah didn't make it. Like says it to the yeah. mom. Like after the bad guy is dead. Like you're supposed to be rejoicing. Right. And he just still like twists the knife the other direction. Like that scene where Scott Farkas like takes the one like little girl on his lap and like drains her blood in front of all the other kids is so over the top dark. Yeah. It's and so creepy, dark and unpleasant. And so unpleasant. So just like despicable. And again, Scott Farkas is going for f- the fucking gusto. I mean, this was yeah. his fucking Oscar moment. Like, he's leaning into the performance so hard, and it just makes everything even more uncomfortable. Like, because the rest of the movie, like, he's going way harder than everyone else in the movie. Yeah. Um, just in terms of his the intensity of his performance, which is, like, good on him. Give the effort, you know what I mean? Like, everyone else is fucking phoning. The sheriff is hilarious, by the way. The sheriff, uh, yeah. the, his voice, he like talked, he tried, he talks like fucking Christian Bale, Batman, but he's a sheriff and, yeah. and, and his accent comes and goes in the most bizarre way. <laughs> in, he, instead of, instead of putting on a Batman voice, he's putting on a Sam Elliott voice. He really is. He really, really is. That's a great way of putting it. He, and he just like, I, I, I laughed out loud a couple times when he had lines, like he's yeah. unbelievably yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, like I said, he's, he's going really hard and like, you want to applaud him for the, like giving his all in this absolute piece of shit movie. But it's just so at odds with the whole re- everyone else's performance. It really is. Yeah, yeah, and it 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 just like again he has those really dark moments. He doesn't earn them, and then the rest of the film isn't as fun or broken or stupid or funny. Mm-hmm. You know, with the exception of the camera work and some of the accents, and some of so, the accents, so it just I, falls short as a Uva Bowl film. It like, really does. Ugh. Yeah, you're right. It was disappointing. I was looking forward to this one because I thought it was going to be really stupid and over the top. But it, it's there are a couple moments, like I said, the sheriff. I got a couple laughs out of mm-hmm. the reporter's face in a couple of instances cracked me up. Yeah. Like when they wait, they went to the kind of the 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 bystanders if you will that are like standing over by the saloon and something brutal happens and they cut over to it and the reporter you know he was the guy from the chicago or whatever that was there to write a story he has a way of making his face look like the shocked face of kermit the frog where you all all, all the you know and i understand i'm doing this on camera so people listening i'm doing but you basically like imagine a sock puppet talking and then they just go like this you know, and pull yeah. your yeah, fingers yeah. in yeah, to the, make the, them look the, shocked. Because yeah. the lips pull in and the mouth is still open a bit. Yeah. He, um, he's basically, I like his character. He's basically playing uh, Jeffrey Jones's character in Deadwood. Yeah, because he, he's... Oh, okay, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's a coward. He's a coward mm-hmm. reporter, but mm-hmm. like he's, you know, in the thick of it. Yeah. And then um, you have uh, the mayor who is like 
wish.com uh, Kevin Klein. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're right. He was going, he was, even the outfit, he had like a petticoat. Like he was, yeah. lo- he was trying to beat Kevin Klein for sure. Yeah, he was That's trying to be funny. Wild Wild West Kevin Klein. It was yeah, so yeah, weird. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, for um, sure. The, and then, um, you know, the, the movie, all of our movies have like a lot of old west tropes of like racism and misogyny mm-hmm. um i would say mine has the best racism though in that uh there's just a character called irish mick <laughs> i didn't even <laughs> notice that <laughs> this is at the poker table scene yeah where she where rain first oh, arrives shit. yes yeah. yes yes rain He's first arrives yep. town and she runs she runs into one character who's like, I think he's like Logan Flintlock or whatever. Yeah. And like that old, character old starts. Old black teeth. Yeah, old black teeth. <laughs> that character starts sexually harassing her. Yeah. And then like is reminded that they know each other. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was so confusing. Like yeah. you don't know that that's the person who's always hunting you. You've yeah. run into each other before. You don't yeah. recognize. There's me. a lot of people that look like that in the old West. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, probably not. There's there's a lot of mid-drift, red-haired <laughs> supermodels who, like, have all their teeth. Yeah, like, wielding and the like biggest, crazy the biggest, weapons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wielding crazy, look like fucking Mortal Kombat weapons. Yeah. And right. also, there's 12 people in town. Yeah. yeah. And you don't recognize her as somebody yeah. you've run into. Yeah. So yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. But yeah, then at the poker table, there's Irish Mick who has a very Irish accent and then like a shitty wool jumper and, yeah. and bowler hat and is killed. And it's is hilarious. That scene, is that the scene where we get the, 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 the line of the movie, which is Jesus titty fuck Christ? <laughs> no, that is that is much later. And that's is that much later. Okay. Yeah, that's that's at the end of the film. Yeah. When uh, Slimebag and the Preacher mm. are uh, surprised by the vampires and their Gatling gun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, that, that, yeah, the crank, the hand crank Gatling gun there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, they're taken by surprise. They're lured very, into a vampire trap. Of very guns. Western jargon, for sure. <laughs> and then there's a, su- there's a, one of my other favorite lines is when he tells the guy to suck lead and then mm. he shoots yeah. him in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? That's not... <laughs> That's not what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, come on. I, uh, speaking of that, what you're talking about too, it's like towards the end when all the fighting's going on and there were like everyone in the saloon that were like not fighting. And mm-hmm. the, the mo- one that was a mother, she kept on wanting to go outside and finally was like, fuck it. I'm going to actually go take care of this after everyone else could not. I was just like, it, it felt like it was a pointless series of scenes yeah it was definitely filler because again you have you had this long impassioned speech it's like broken up into three thing three scenes moving at the same time you have kevin klein giving this long impassioned speech to all the townsfolk to let's go fight the vampires because there are mm-hmm. people here helping us fight the vampires mm-hmm. and if we don't america will be taken over by vampires then you have the cowboy shooting. Then you have Rain holding this weight for an impossibly long time while Billy monologues and eats kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like nothing happens in that bar scene with the townsfolk for mm-hmm. so long. Then newspaper and Kevin Klein go out. Kevin Klein gets shot and newspaper runs back in. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like just nothing fucking happens. It's no. just filler. So little happens in this movie. That that that's the that's the thing that makes it so 
boring at times mm-hmm. or at most of the time it's just nothing happens yeah it's yeah. it's it is a lot of filler it's a lot of riding around different locations mm-hmm. and just yeah action not happening or action being completely stalled or happening off screen like mm-hmm. the the early, the beginning part of the movie you know where the vampires like come into the first like homestead you know yeah. and you n- don't see them kill anybody right yeah <laughs> you just see you, the you corpses people- the next day and yeah yeah, you hear people screaming off screen and you hear whooshes off screen. There's and- so many whooshes. That's not it's just like the whole movie is full of fucking whooshes. The whole movie's <laughs> a fucking big whoosh. Which although going back to that very first scene, it is funny because you have the father and the mother and then the two kids who mm-hmm. I guess Rain knows, however. And then you hear like a horse outside yeah, as it's mm-hmm. being attacked. Right. And the, fa- and the father says, Goddamn bear's back again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go get my goddamn bear gun. Yeah. He goes so out after. Some bitchin' bear. You're not afraid to fight a bear in the dark. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did you get the only other thing that I had written down for this was uh, uh, the, uh, the, the final line as they're walking away. Did mm-hmm. you happen to write it down? I tried to. Oh, I I, I know what it is. Okay. I, I remember it. The The final line. So everything's cleaned up. And for whatever reason, they decide the newspaper guy is now the new sheriff. Despite, <laughs> despite it's not. All, it's all, I he forgot looks about like, that. Yeah. 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 Despite not killing any vampires, despite not firing a single shot, I don't think at all no. in that whole confrontation. It's mm. just he's de facto because he had a little bit more courage than the rest of the townspeople and everybody yep. else is dead mm-hmm. or children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the newspaper guys, the sheriff and uh, Rain's friend, who's also the friends of the first family, Roy, they're walking through town and Roy says, you know, newspaper life is like a penis. When it's hard, it fucks you, and when it's soft, you can't beat it. God, that sucks. I hate everything about that. It was genuinely... I wrote... I couldn't figure out what he was saying, and I did not... I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to, you know, rewind. You know what I mean? (laughs) And this is what I wrote. Life is like a penis... It's all right if you get screwed, but if you're soft, you can't beat it. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wrote. And then I just wrote question mark, question mark. And then I put the emoji of the guy doing that. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess that makes sense in the Old West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's about that? Is this again? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Listen, it wasn't fun. It's not fun watch. <laughs> no. Um, Uvul has a way to f- just ruin your day. No for uh, yeah. horse content, we'll give it a pretty hearty three out of five horses. Three. Three. I would. That's respectful, though. Yeah. And okay. I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair. Because my movie definitely <laughs> tough, has... Tough my, but fair. Yeah. My movie definitely has more horses than Brian's. So, yeah. like, I should get a... You know, I should get at least a three. So... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have the least horses. I'm not going to... Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to front, guys. I got the least yeah. horse action. It's okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with that. That's funny. <laughs> but I might have the hottest horse action. <laughs> <laughs> it's quality over quantity, guys. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, on Blood Rain Two Electric Boogaloo? 
I have um, no final thoughts. I merely will say that, you know, if we're voting worst, boring can be worst. <laughs> it was that's painful. A, that's a t-shirt. Boring can be worst. Yes. <laughs> there are worse things than death. Boring <laughs> is worse than death. Um, it, uh, it was fucking terrible. I really, like I said, I really thought it was going to gonna be fun to watch. Uh, it was not fun to watch. I personally would urge anybody who's thinking about watching it, don't, do not watch it. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. If we recontextualize this to you having Ravenous and Meg having Bone Tomahawk, yeah, then this is the right play for me. Yeah, yeah. This would have been the right thing of just a oh, yeah. terrible, boring, just a, you have just to sit a through double this. Double middle fingers <laughs> yeah. in the eye sockets. Yeah. Right. But both of your movies are so fucking fucked in different ways. <laughs> yeah. But they're I'll not as what, boring. Though? They're not as nope. boring. Yeah. If there was one and you were like, okay, you have to watch two out of the three of these movies again, which one are you going to opt to not watch? Mm -hmm. It would be this one. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and here's an here's another metric. I know I'm giving up a lot of points on myself, and I'm probably not going to win this episode. Mm -hmm. But another metric is boobs, and mine doesn't have any boobs. <laughs> it does not. It does not. Yeah. yeah, I think Brian has mine's uh, top, gratuitous. Top it's gratuitous. Top gratuitous. and yes. then mine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, mine's gratuitous. I think every woman who was on screen in my movie for more than six seconds, you did see her bare boobs at some point. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. in the contract. Yeah. I was almost going to even add another factor, though, because I hear what you're saying about yours being boring, which it really, really was. But I feel like what I'll get into for Gallo Walkers is that mine was so utterly frustrating with, like, <laughs> the flow of it that I think... What flow? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boring exactly. can be worse, but confusing can also be worse. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like a clip show at times. Yeah, it, it yeah. like was painful because it was the same thing that like I, you know, half hour in you like start piecing together. I'm like, I don't know why someone's doing whatever. So mm -hmm. I started Googling stuff and I'm like, what? The, <laughs> what is this movie about? What yeah. is actually going on here? And it, like, I feel like the story could be interesting to a certain extent if a it was shot better or like edited better. So. Yeah. Is it my turn? Do you want to just like jump in? Like my Let's just in? jump into Let's it. Let's fucking go. So, um, <laughs> just wipe your face. Let's fucking go. Just sweating. <laughs> we did this to ourselves. No one yeah. made us do this. That's true. Uh, so Gala Walkers came out in 2012, and I had to make a point because, like, you know, as far as quality of the video, this one definitely I think was the best. And so it was like tolerable to watch and, like, you know, it was aesthetically pleasing to look at, but at its seventeen million dollar budget, yeah. Um, so it's your, just your your film ended the career of an award winning Mexican cinematographer, right. and he he is like he had like a pretty bulky career, and it shows on film because yours legitimately has a lot of beautiful shots mm -hmm. in it. Yep. Fuck is yeah, it confusing. This, this movie <laughs> ruined a lot of lives, I venture to say. Yeah. Well, really mm -hmm. set people back in a lot of ways. In looking a little bit more about this, though, is so this film was like finished recording or like being produced in 2010, but wasn't released until 2012. And it, I, I kept seeing like it it was because of Wesley Snipe and his tax problems. And I had mm -hmm. no idea that this happened. Oh, yeah. We talked about a little bit last week. He went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. For, 
It was yeah, like a few years. He was like banked forty million dollars and didn't play, pay any taxes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking eat the rich. Let's go. Yeah, uh, it, it was also filmed in two thousand six. Shit. Because so, like okay. that's when he was that's when he was having the tax problem. He he was actually on set for this film, and had to go fly from Africa because this film is. Right. Filmed in Africa, I think it's kind of in the same desert that Mad Max 4 is filmed in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had to leave that, fly back to America, get bailed out so yeah, he yeah. could fly back and finish the movie. Yeah. And then even still, the movie wasn't finished till 2010-ish and then wasn't released till 2012, 2013. Yeah. This movie came out in like seven different years. <laughs> well, it went on 20... I read it 2012. It got finally got seen at like some convention mm-hmm. it was screened like and then yeah and then it finally got a dvd release of some sort in 2013 but it was almost eight years after it was shot i feel like this movie it was one of those things that they're like we just need to get this out we're just gonna recoup some a little bit of money maybe i'm curious if they i mean i'm sure they made some money on it but if if anything oh i guarantee they don't uh, yeah they lost uh, they lost their ass like they had to i was gonna because you mentioned where it was filmed and i saw that too but i think that was like one thing that in certain scenes i felt like didn't really have that old west vibe or like you know what you think of when you think of the desert like when you see that it was filmed in africa you're like okay this i that's what it looks like you know right you know so it doesn't look like the southwestern united states no. or, or or mexico right yeah so um this why we talked about it earlier though like i don't think in my film that i could even walk through scene by scene or even like talk about it because <laughs> it jumps around a lot and i was trying mm-hmm. to read a little bit about it and i feel like it was fairly purposeful and maybe steve you might be able to speak a little bit more on that if you know anything like i saw something being read about it being like um kind of like similar i'm trying to <clears throat> i guess i'll just read this thing what i what i'm meaning so um Legend has it that Nostradamus um, prophesized his infamous quatrains, which again, I should not be reading all these big words right now. It's like he threw them into the air and published them in order in which they landed instead of the order in which they were written. And <laughs> like that's that's kind of what they were basically um, describing how this was yeah. filmed. So, yeah. I, I could see that. I, I think it was, but I think it was less a fun thought exercise and more a, uh, boy, we need to put this into at least a semi, like, you know, semi-intelligent, semi-followable narrative so that we can yeah. release a movie and get a, just a little tiny bit of our money back because yeah. um yeah our star can only be here for five minutes and then he's got to go to jail yeah, yeah i i just i i am so interested in the production of this film mm-hmm. because like we we're already saying it's the best looking film it looks for like sure. a le- it looks like a legitimate film right. and yeah. for the first 10 15 minutes you're really invested because it has a almost a Tarantino esque well. That's style what I'm saying. About this is it. this hmm. is more a samurai movie than a western. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like a samurai movie, which that's interesting. Uh, a lot of the old western, like classic west westerns, um, I mean, were heavily influenced by by you know Japanese samurai. F- yeah, by film. Kurosawa. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but this was um, this felt like a very intentional like Western vampire samurai type of thing. But it also was like, I actually looked because I assumed when I was watching it, that Gallo Walkers was a, 
was like a comic book or a graphic novel. That's what I thought too. It was shot like that. And the dialogue was like that. And it was like really overly stylized, you know, in a lot of different ways with the, you know, the weird cult and it it just felt cartoony, but in kind of a cool way. So I figured it was based on that, something like that. And then I was like, oh, I don't see anything about that. Yeah, it's it, I, and that's what again leads me back to like, why did this movie happen? Because yeah. this this director writer Andrew Goff, yeah. who he definitely picked that stage name. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Andrew Goff. You guys, just call I, me Megan Goff from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Goff. But yeah, he he seems to have just somehow swindled some people out of like 17 million dollars to create this film that he wanted to make and like if you go back to like his first film was from 1999 and he somehow got david bowie in it yeah he's He's, i i didn't look it up but i was like he's got to be someone's kid yeah you know what i mean right right yeah yeah, because there's, you know, you there's change some your last nepotism name. happening. <laughs> yeah, you change your last name to Goth because you're trying to hide because his nepotism. real last name, because it's actually Jared Weinstein <laughs> or <laughs> is his actual fucking name, or maybe Andrew Coppola. He's another Coppola, and he just <laughs> yeah, something like oh, that. God. Uncle um, Francis is financing this. Actually, garbage. you know what? Now I I I'm a, I I've changed my tone. Remake this. Put Nick Cage in it, and I'll fucking watch it. <laughs> Actually, never mind. They already did. It's ghost. It's ghost. It's prisoner in a ghost land. Yeah, Yeah. right. It is prisoner in a ghost land. But that is even more on the nose Western samurai. You know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I didn't just drew the comparison just now. I can't believe I didn't think about how this is basically a shitty version of prisoner in a ghost land that takes itself Mm -hmm. too seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I I love this quote about like. like it was, it was a great quote about this before I jump into just like talking about it a little bit more. Um, someone wrote, if you've seen the trailer for Gala Walkers, then not only have you seen pretty much all the best parts, you've actually seen a more lucid version of the movie than <laughs> in film itself. And I, I was like, believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah that's exactly. Yeah. Um, so in this movie, we're pretty much just following, I feel like, two plot points almost if we're breaking it down. Um, so Wesley Snipes character, Amon, he's a cursed gunman. We come to find out that his mother uh, like gave up her life to save him and in doing so a curse was laid on him so anyone that he kills basically becomes this undead and um, some people that then and so okay when after his mother was now gone um, there was this family that or this woman that took him in um, had a daughter and Amon fell in love with the daughter and she ended up getting raped and subsequently had a kid of this group of men. I don't know, you know if like they, they were kind of like a clan or cult type thing, uh, like a yeah, group like of outlaw outlaws. gang mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So Amon went to get revenge on them the first time, killed all of them. But part of his curse is that obviously like when he kills them, uh, they become undead now. Um, I don't think it's super clear, like exactly the A to B on that, but that's just what happens. So, it's a damn curse. It's a fucking curse. It's a goddamn curse. <laughs> I feel like that's the overall, like that that answers everything. That should be the tagline of the movie, Gala Walkers. It's a goddamn curse. It's a yeah. goddamn curse. Like all all of that, what you're mentioning is like you don't learn it until an hour into an hour and a half that, film. That's what I'm saying. Is like you yeah. you are are summarizing it very. Uh, um, and you know very co- clearly, but the movie doesn't do it. That. Does not. 
It does not. You I have am to parse a lot of those things together. And yes, you eventually do get to it. But yeah, like you said, I'm you doing spend two thirds of the movie yeah. not knowing Wesley Snipes' motivation at all. Right. And yeah. I feel like every time he comes on screen, he has some sort of eloquent speech to say that means mm-hmm. nothing. And you're yeah. like even more confused after it because yeah. it's almost like the story is being told in reverse in ways. In, in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know if that was symptomatic of the production problems mm-hmm. or if it was the director trying to be cute. I don't know which. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think when you guys mentioned like the comic book, I could kind of see it in relation to like when you watch even like a comic book movie or you're watching like a comic book show, it kind of has that feeling where you're just jumping back and forth and you really don't. I mean, it doesn't do a good job telling the story, but it has that same feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, and that's also why I said it was Tarantino-esque because like if you think back to Kill Bill part one, like that movie starts very in the middle of everything because it sure. starts mm-hmm. with uh, Vernita Green and uh, Beatrice having that fight in a suburban house, which mm-hmm. is how I felt like the way this film started, you know, out in the middle with this meeting between th- these priests on a handcart and, you know, mm-hmm. this random guy like with his yeah. lips fucking sewed together. Yeah. Actually, it starts with a voiceover, which is always a good sign. But which, yeah, yeah, the first sexual scene. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which interestingly is not Wesley Snipes. Really? Anytime it it's a voiceover, it's not Wesley Snipes. It's somebody doing a Wesley Snipes voice. That's no interesting. Shit. Yeah. Well, fooled me. Oh, so I don't know. <laughs> Good on them. Um, it, it, it fooled me the first time, but then there is another voiceover. I'm like, that doesn't quite sound like him. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Yeah. I guess I just, I just took job, it though. for granted. Um, so the other plot point that we have going on at the same time, so the people that had raped Amon's lover, forgetting her name off the top of my head, and who got killed by Amon, basically now they are the undead and they all kind of, um, like, are still together as this, like, outlaw group and go around and they're collecting people to skin them because basically this undead and like we were talking about that it's not really a zombie it's not really a vampire kind of falls into this weird realm where um basically they have to like they're almost they're skinless creatures Mm -hmm. and they basically uh harvest skin to put on and they have to keep doing that because over time the skin just like gets dried up and stuff and i don't know if you saw the one scene which i kind of liked it was like this star wars-esque character where yeah yeah basically had a lizard tail on the back of his Mm -hmm. head and he's like toting how awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. like toting how awesome this skin was for this weather and shit like that and that was the that was the equivalent of the finger shoot scene in Ghosts of Mars, where it just was <laughs> yeah. this weird, out of nowhere, extended yeah. joke scene. I yeah. was like, what the flying fuck is happening? Yeah. In so that with, scene. Oh, you were going to say something, Steve? No, I was just going to say, there, there's so many bizarre things that fit really well into like maybe an 80s Roger Corman film or something. Yeah. Like, there's so many bizarre visuals with like this two tailed lizard head guy, like the bucket headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, henchman. Dude, like, he looked like fucking 
he reminded me so much of you ever see the Pete and Pete Halloween episode? It's called Halloweenies, mm-hmm. and there's the pumpkin eaters, mm. the group that wears the pumpkins on their head and yeah, terrorizes yeah, yeah. people on Halloween. Every time I saw him, I couldn't stop thinking about the <laughs> pumpkin eaters. It was so strange, but it's, it was like it was out of Mandy or so, or something like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that actually is a really good comparison. Um, yeah. So the other point to share about their story is that. The woman, or Amon's lover, who they raped, actually got pregnant by one of the the leader of this outlaw group, and the kid ended up dying. But this leader character, um, I think his name's Kanza or something like that, um, kept the body because through this curse that Amon had, there's like this space between heaven and hell uh, that he feels like if he brings him his kid to that space that place that he'll be able to bring him back to life so that's like and so that's like his motivation throughout the entire movie is like getting all the pieces that he needs to get to that place well he was part of the and and you learn it eventually and it's kind of unconsequential inconsequential but yeah they bring the corpse around he's got him like on a cross kind of thing he's Mm -hmm. all like desiccated and shit but you you learn at the end that he thought the whole time that Wesley Snipes killed killed all of them, including his son. But his right. son actually hung himself right. in the in the jail cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why he didn't come back because he was, you know, I guess repentant in some way for mm. what he did. I mean, he just wasn't killed by Wesley Snipes. That's all. Well, yeah, and I think also they remember they were forcing him to to rape her. Remember? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were like, yeah, gonna make a man like, out a of man, you. And he was yeah. like crying and he, like yeah. he didn't, you know, he yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not a clear thing. But it's like I think the son had already hung himself before Wesley Snipes even shows up to start yeah. executing everybody yeah. that's in that jail cell. Right. Because he fucking kills everybody in that jail. Oh yeah, like, even that woman like, that was in there too. Yeah. And yeah. why is he all? Why is he all painted up? I he fucking knows. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he why? thought it was cool to do. <laughs> yeah. Why has he got all this the spiralies <laughs> all over him? I don't know. Yeah, another completely unclear thing. He likes thing. a good yeah. costume, guys. Well, because his, I think what I took it as is is it was part of like some like, like, um, uh, like revenge ritual mm-hmm. kind of thing because his mom was obviously like a, you know, essentially like a witch of some mm-hmm. sort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he belo- it, again, that's another thing that's completely unclear. And it's also com- like inconsequential in a way is that so. His mother makes a deal with, I guess, the devil mm-hmm. to bring him back, and now he's cursed. But, like, yeah. she was also a part of this thing, this coven. Sisters mm-hmm. of something Sister, or other? Yeah, the Sisters of San Sisterhood Diablo. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the Sisters of San Diablo, which doesn't make fucking sense because that means Saint Devil. There's no Saint Devil. <laughs> the Sisters of Saint Devil. Yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> just, well, just maybe say, in their world they are. It's a coven. Maybe they they worship Satan already. And maybe and <laughs> sounds so like a sounds yeah. like a knockoff, like generic hot sauce that Aldi sells. Yes, the Sisters of San Diablo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's made with habaneros. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start a girl gang called that. <laughs> it's like it's like the Simpsons where where they were like. Uh, Satan's helpers or whatever. What was right. the name of their? What was their name of the of yeah. their? Uh, oh my god, it's gonna drive me freaking nuts! Yeah, um, damn it! <laughs> because he was like, let's be the you know, because Ned Flanders didn't want to do it because they were coming up with all these satanic names, so they were like, uh, 
they he was like, let's okay, let's be the God Punchers and like Hell's, all this stuff. Like, yeah. Hell Satan's. Hell, Hell Satan's. Satan's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> I saw a dude on the on the highway one time was riding a riding a motorcycle and he had a like a, a Hell Satan's. Like it was a good joke <laughs> right, yeah, jacket. Yeah. You know, I was fucking dying. <laughs> but yeah, the, the this this whole like thing of like they're chasing down this coven because they have the ability he the the bad guy assumes they have the ability to resurrect yeah. but like none of that is well explained at all no. there's like so much backstory that you're missing Th like this feels like somebody chopped up mm -hmm. a, a 10 episode limited series into <laughs> yeah. a, into an hour and a half yeah yeah Yep, yep, yep. And there's like uh, cliffhangers that um, are never explained. And yeah. you know what, though, I will say there were some cool characters, and the fucking uh, special effects were kind of sick. Yeah. Like the guy with mm -hmm. the whole when he was when he looked like fucking Uncle Frank, like like late stage Frank from yeah. Hellraiser, mm -hmm. you know, early in the movie. Like that was fucking cool as hell. All the heads being ripped off. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'll definitely get that. And like that. The, the hooker, or what do they call him? The whore. The whore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the whore. I think her name was Angel. Oh, did she? An Angel. Yeah. Angel. I thought Angel was uh, the Wesley Snipes' girlfriend. No. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, must no, be Angel bit. was yeah. She, I'm gonna double just check, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Angel was the one. Yeah, because it was Tanit Phoenix as Angel, mm -hmm. and then let me see. She was she uh, was steampunk David Bowie, Ste yeah. steampunk hand <laughs> handblade David Bowie. Yeah, because because and, and like that's one of my early notes is they have this uh the the it doesn't make any sense the scene, but like there's a bunch of people who are I guess under arrest. And one mm -hmm. of them is a hooker, and we're focusing on her a lot. But she doesn't reason. do anything. I feel like if yeah. I remember, maybe she had like that's what I was saying. Like I feel like the that like outlaw group was trying to pick up pieces that he thought he needed, like to have like a sacrifice or something like that, you know, for whatever he needed in this ritual to bring back his son. I think that that's kind of like what I was picking up on. Mm -hmm. And Amon uh, 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 Wesley Snipes' lover is uh, Swainio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. But so. yeah, it, it, yeah, we focus but a I lot on her. Way. Yeah, we focus a lot on her, and then I have like notes of just like she doesn't know she's Harley Quinn or Antebellum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she doesn't yeah. know what accent she's doing. No, no, it's, it was back and forth for sure. But yeah. then, but then we leave that character because Wesley Snipes shoots all the sheriffs and mm -hmm. frees this other guy, Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is but a terrible like, name. Yeah, terrible <laughs> name. And like, why him? Why they why? never explain it? Well, no. The only thing the... they say about it is that when he goes back to the ranch, he's like, "What's he's like? He was the first person I could find." That's all he said about why him. Really? I mean, he yeah, just he, he proves himself. Like, obviously, yeah. he has. To, he didn't know he was some chosen person because he made him prove himself, right? Right. By like. Sending him down in the fucking mine shaft and had to kill his way out and all this shit. But yeah, I did like when uh, at the end, you know, a spoiler alert, uh, obviously uh, a little late to the game for that. But whenever they um, at the end, when he shoots him because he's been gut shot and he knows he's going to die and mm -hmm. Wesley Snipes shoots him. um, He's like, I felt and there's a voiceover. He's like, I, I felt for the kid. I really did. And simultaneously, that, that's the voiceover of Wesley Snipes. And 
actively on screen, Wesley Slipes is going, <laughs> just laughing yeah. at him. Just <laughs> laughing his balls off. I felt for the kid. I really did. <laughs> just laughing in his fucking face. <laughs> Another line that was like similar to Steve's film, like with like these really awkward lines, is like, I don't know if you caught um, Kansas' character say, uh, like you always remember your first time, and mm-hmm. he was talking about the first time he was killed by yeah. a mod mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, like you that. don't yeah. forget the first man who kills yeah. you or something yeah. like yeah. that. I really was real hoping. Speaking of shitty lines, I really, really, really wanted. You know how when they all when when he, he sends them to to kill Wesley Snipes' character, and one of them is dressed like a goat out. He's got like a, a God, goat yeah. corpse on top of him, <laughs> and when he goes out there tries to kill him, I. <laughs> desperately wanted him to have a line when he popped up and something like pop up and be like hide and goat seek <laughs> something like there's so so many goat puns that yeah. he could have done oh when he pulled God. up and he completely missed opportunity what's the matter did i get your goat <laughs> yeah something like there's fucking thousand of them yeah because he's fucking wearing a goat i mean right. come on. it's hilarious yeah there is a there is another sick burn that i may start incorporating yeah (laughs) is is when they're looking to hang all of the criminals in this Mm -hmm. super religious town yeah Mm -hmm. and the preacher comes down on the comes down on angel and says you womb of vipers (laughs) yeah Yeah, that dude was fucking that dude had a cool monologue i'm not gonna lie like he he had a whole fucking thing going there and he's got he's puts his foot up on that's what i'm saying that character is in isn't it Bill Mosley plays that same fucking character in right. uh, yeah. Prisoner in his Ghostland? Ghost, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's exactly what he feels character. like. Yeah, he's even getting his shoes shined and shit. Like it's the same fucking thing. But the, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I don't know. I <laughs> I know we're spir- like spiraling towards the end, and mm-hmm. I, I know Meg, you're not done. But like I really had fun with this movie. I'd seen it before, <laughs> and I almost picked it. Yeah. Remember when you said I almost picked it, and then I decided. And then I was like, ah, that movie's fucking terrible. There's be something goofier that I can pick. And then mm-hmm. I watched it and I was like, no, dude, this movie kind of fucking rules. I don't know why I really liked it. It's terrible, but it is I, pretty bad. I, I, I feel like I, I just wish it was edited better and I probably would have felt better about it. But it was just very frustrating. I like I think the concepts and stuff going on in it are interesting but at the end of the day i was like yeah no this could this, this can still stay on the uh shitty western horror list for me yeah. i am i am glad meg that you didn't get high and watch this film because i feel like you may have enjoyed it this is definitely well, that's, a film. that's like, what this, it was Brian. You, were, yeah. you were high weren't oh, you yeah, i was stoned yeah. as fuck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was yeah. all placed up and then i saw it and i was like i was just like this is fucking fun. Yeah. I just really enjoyed my time there's, with this movie. There's a lot of competent uh, visuals, both cinematography and effects. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 nice mm-hmm. to look at, yeah. but if you try to follow the story, you're gonna fucking blow your brains out. Yeah, for sure. For I mean, sure. Wesley Snipes like went all in on his character too. You know, I felt like he just well, like aesthetically, but he phoned in the performance. Yeah. He doesn't throw a single karate did, yeah. kick, and I don't care yeah. for that. <laughs> the only time he did any goddamn thing was in the fight scene with fucking Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. uh, right. in the thing, and he did right. a little bit there. But yeah, he went all... I mean, he's got a bold look. Yeah, but- and I feel like even just like he took this part very seriously is like 
what I meant by that. But yeah. Yeah, now, yeah he, I, get what I mean, you're saying when you say that's Wesley him. Snipes. And that's why I yeah. love him because he adds because he's fucking cool looking. Yeah. He's got a deep voice. He looks like he's going to whip ass. Like that's, I mean, that's Wesley Snipes' whole career. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's not a fucking good actor. I mean, it's not, he, mm. he, he's like Keanu Reeves in the way. Like I love his performances and he can act, but he's not known for being a good actor. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like because, I'm sure Keanu Reeves could, could is, a, is a tremendous actor. Mm. Um, tremendous, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. compared to, I mean, he's a fucking professional actor. You know right. what I mean? Like he knows what he's doing. He, I'm not saying he's fucking Meryl Streep, but like <laughs> he's pretty, he's pretty good. Right. But he plays a very specific type of character all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like Wesley Snipes is kind of that same yeah. thing. Wesley, Wesley, I think Wesley Snipes has a little bit more range because he, he has a lot more comedy in his back pocket, too. Because you think I like guess. Coming to America, uh, White Men Can't Jump, Two Wong Fu. White men, yeah, White Men Can't Jump, but he's like the straight man most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's got jokes and shit. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and then he's also very funny in Blade, too. Watch it. He's hilarious. <laughs> Just, yeah, but he but he plays that like robotic type of character. You know what I mean? No, no, he's uh, no, he's not very robotic. Like he's winking at the camera and everything in Blade Two. Blade One, Blade Blade One, he's robotic. Blade I just two, watched Blade funny. One. Blade Blade One is yeah, very dry. I haven't seen Blade Two in fucking probably ten years, so I, I do need. To That's the best one. That, we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta I trust me on up. this the way I the way you trust me on Punisher Warzone. <laughs> listen, you got, listen, you haven't you haven't you haven't done me dirty, so yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's much else that I really have to report here on this besides that I don't know. It was fine, but it was boring. Yeah, not really boring, but just like frustrating for me. So I was like, even just trying to talk about, it, I'm like, yep, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was it was just it, the movie was sabotaged obviously yeah. by uh by by Wesley Snipes problems. Uh this movie was got it? sniped. This movie got sniped. It sounds was, like I I'm, I'm still not I'm still not willing to blame Wesley Snipes on this. No, I think I I want I want to no. blame the fact that it's just like a shitty director who didn't know what he was doing. It's probably that too, but just I really felt like um, I feel like they had Wesley Snipes for like a week mm-hmm. you know what i mean right, and yeah. they were like jam everything into there because a lot of other spots like there are so many stunt double shots yeah of him yeah. that like i just felt like they had to piece together a movie with very little footage of him yeah yeah it, yeah. it is very possible that they, but i mean he got let out on bail but i guess if they had to shut down production Maybe they just lost too many days. I, I don't know. That's why I'm just super interested in this production because it's so it's so bizarre. And like, well, I mean, why else would they have somebody broken? else doing his voice? You know what I mean for yeah. a voiceover. Well, that's a good point. See, I think the voiceover came as a way to help explain. And I think well, that was some, did. Yeah, that was yeah. something that was like, like added. They edited maybe it, in, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, no, this definitely doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. We better, we better add something." Well, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It was because they couldn't, sh- like, they they were literally missing scenes that they never got a chance to shoot mm-hmm. because they didn't have him. Yeah, like that's how I took it, and I might be giving him too much. No, I, I, too I much think I, don't, I see, I hear what you're saying too, but I, I think literally, if they would have just rearranged this and edited it a little better i think there could have been a better film involved you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. probably yeah it's it definitely it's definitely the worst written and worst edited film that we have tonight yeah, yeah. it was well, so um yeah horse rating uh i'm gonna go four out of five mm-hmm. 
It's a strong horse situation. Yeah. Strong yeah. horse situation, yeah. I mean, that opening scene has like five horses in it. Yeah. Just, I mean, just they even about. make a point to talk about the horses. The horses oh, yeah. come yeah. into the plot. <laughs> right. How many horses are there compared to men? Like, horses play a they pivotal role. They weren't really giving horse facts, though, guys. Yeah. So that's why there I was hardly it down. any horse facts, and that's why I can't get <laughs> five. And then you do have those six <laughs> and shots. And there were no horse fights. No, 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 there were no horse no, fights. No horse fights. But you do have yeah. that real six shot of, you know, the, the horsemen coming down off the mountain. Mm. And, like when they're coming and riding through the dust yep. cloud and all through, that shit. The, yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. sick shots. So yeah, you good horse, horse rating. Stunts. Yeah, four is a strong <laughs> horse rating. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be biased here, guys. I'm, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. You're no, 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 no. We're, we're all going to agree yeah. with you. Yeah. We're all on board with that with that horse rating. That's yeah. fair. Good horse, tough, cool, tough, Sweet, but moving fair. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into 2010s. The Dead and the Damned. Guys, some of you might know this by its other name, which is uh, Cowboys and Zombies. Um, <laughs> it was, this is very much a fucking, you know, late 2000s, early 2010s, straight to VOD motherfucker mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit about the director. The guy's name's Rene Perez. Okay, he has a band called Darkness Machine. That just tells you a lot right now. That tells you a lot about him. That's his personality. I, I need to listen to this band. He, um, here's what he does. He directs primarily just rip-off movies. So if Uwe Boll, Uwe Boll, is that? It doesn't matter. Uwe, Uwe, Uwe Boll. Uwe, Uwe, who cares? Yeah, anyway. He does the fucking cheap, shitty, schlocky video game stuff. This guy just straight up rips shit off. Um, in the most egregious way. He has a movie called Death Kiss. I'm so excited. Starring a man named it. Robert Bronzy, who is could ne- not be described as anything but Wish.com Charles Bronson. Yeah. I mean, he is like almost a Charles Bronson um, impersonator. Yeah, he, he, he absolutely mm-hmm. is. He is, yeah. and, and you can go on his profile and read that he is a Hungarian-born actor yeah and he just he's just a hungarian uh charles bronson he's he 100 yeah. taken on the charles bronson persona the he squints he's got the facial hair he is fully trying to bite charles bronson's yeah shtick did you guys yeah. see that also daniel baldwin was in that film too or that movie I missed that. No. Uh, oh, 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 he's in. He's the in the death, death, kiss. The death kiss. Yeah, death yeah. Kiss. Sorry, I just was like looking it up real fast, and uh, I felt like it was really hilarious because I was like, we talk about wish list characters. He is a wish list. Um, Alec. <laughs> Alec. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's what it is, and this is a hundred percent it because I remember this from back in the day, and and people still do this with like movies on Tubi and shit where they're like get dumped a bunch of unknown content. Here's what he did back in the day when you had VOD through your cable provider, you would go in and search um, a famous movie and it would come up or it wouldn't come up, but either in its place or alongside it would come up the wish.com version of that movie. So <laughs> if you type in death wish and it fucking Armstrong cable or whoever you have doesn't have death wish on VOD, you'll see death kiss and you might go, okay, I'll try it. Or what they're banking on is, you you bring it up by accident because you don't know the difference. Right. So that's why he has a movie called 
Escape from Death Block 13, <laughs> right? He has a movie called Once Upon a Time in Deadwood. Yeah. It is literally just he takes a, a famous movie, a property show, whatever, and makes an absolute piece of shit movie that has is similar in title. Yeah. So that he can get glom on to those to those searches. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, which is he's a ripoff artist, a hundred percent. So so that's so that's what you're getting here with old with old Rene Perez, along with uh, Darkness Machine and just his general Daughtry like mentality. I think um, <laughs> he it stars. I mean, the movie starts with just like a sick guitar solo, just like <laughs> guitar solo soaked. Okay, corral shootout fight scene, um, and it's fun. It's bad. It's terrible. It looks like you got fucking somebody. Somebody's buddy has access to a yeah a, a fucking Idlewild old west show <laughs> town, and they were like, yeah. "You got twenty minutes. Get in there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or else I'm gonna get yelled at by my boss." Um, <laughs> and it's just like it's it feels like like a, a slightly higher budget like community play in yeah. a lot of ways, like. <laughs> yeah. The Duder acts like it's the first time pulling the hammer on a revolver. Like it's like the action is okay at times, but there's like terrible CGI blood splatter. The mics are so fucked up in so many instances. There, there's a time. It, it's actually early on when he goes into the bounty office. Yeah, I, I the, have dude, a note. the other dude's mic's not on. Yeah, I have a note it's, about that. It says <laughs> nothing says old west like microphone hiss. <laughs> I mean, because, I honestly think his mic wasn't on, and yeah. you're just picking up his voice from the other dude's mic. Well, yeah, it's not on. And then what they did is they they tried to raise oh, the levels, it, right. they raise the levels. But with that, you get the you get the microphone yeah, floor, the and yeah, so you yeah, get yeah. the hiss in there. So yeah, yeah, it's just fucking awful. Oh my god, it's so fucking bad. Um, it, it can so yeah, we start with this uh, old west shootout. Mm-hmm. Did anybody just feel completely thrown when the main character speaks his first line? Yeah, his as voice like, is not oh, yeah. a cowboy voice. Very high, very high. It's yes. like a guy, he he just like this kid just came out of like Juilliard or something like that and came to the old, <laughs> like he fell into a portal, in a, yeah. like in a porta potty and showed up in the old west and was like, I guess I'm a bounty hunter now. Yeah. Like that, yeah. He, he's just like, and the poster said, dead or alive. He couldn't, he couldn't be less badass. That's why I said, like, he just made himself West. like Towley. <laughs> it's close. You guys want to get high? Yeah, he, I'm like, going to get you. I, I, if the main protagonist in your badass supernatural gunfighter movie, if I, and listen, I'm not a tough guy. I could beat the shit out of three of him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He is so unintimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, like, I have no doubt Wesley Snipes would whip my ass. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, but, like, this dude is so, he has no physicality. He weighs 140 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, he can't, he struggles to pull the hammer back. <laughs> At one point, he has the gun in one hand. He uses the other hand to pull the hammer yeah. back because yeah. it's too hard mm-hmm. for his little Ow. dainty Juilliard fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh my God, it's crushing. It's crushing. And he is just like, the only reason he got the job is because he's, he looks, he's good enough looking that he, that, you would see and say, oh, that's a leading man. And, right. And you wouldn't go like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? You Which know are, what like, I mean? Not for a Western, though. No, probably like, shouldn't be. He, shouldn't he looks be. like he would be a good banker in a Western movie. Yeah. Or he would be a good, like, fucking the guy who um, moved away from the city to start a bed and breakfast in his hometown who meets the romantic <laughs> lead of a Hallmark Christmas. Movie. Yeah. A fancy, yeah. A fancy yeah. lad who moved from the big city. Yeah. yeah and now and wears it, flannels. And yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's even highlighted even worse because there are other characters in this film that either do Old West better yeah. like have the gruffer you know accent and everything mm-hmm. right or there's the there's the other bounty hunter mm-hmm. who is way more heroic looking yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah 100 percent. that guy actually looked like he would be a good german like because that's what they yeah. call him what the german the, the like, german yeah, yeah. He, they should have just swapped those two too because well, he's so more heroic say, and he even comes in yeah. as the hero at the end yeah, yeah. he was like yeah. man that guy was a bitch right all right we out yeah like it was oh we also forgot to mention meg i just remember when you're talking about just badassery uh we forgot to mention ddp in in your movie he was he was in it for like one scene i know but he but he had some his lines were so ddp they were like get over here bitch yeah (laughs) (laughs) they were so good um it really i lolled at that anyway um my favorite scene of this dickhead because he was trying to seem really badass you know he's like hopping over logs and all the shit but then like in meg's movie when like the one guy who was who's a bad actor and had like his hair sucked and he looked like an idiot but like when he got off a horse the guy who gets turned into a vampire basically you know Mm -hmm. um and saves him at the end like when he gets off the horse he doesn't you're like Oh, he he worked on that, right? You know what I mean. Like he he looks natural. He looks yeah. f- guy looks like he's been riding horses his whole life, even if he hasn't. Like he did a good job there. This fucking guy has never been outside. I don't think. <laughs> Help, like, catch he, me, catch funny. me! I'm coming yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. Like he he rides side saddle. I bet. Um, it really he's really genuinely that that bad. Um, but the scene when. So I'll set the scene because nobody should ever watch this movie. There is this like <laughs> Daughtry fucking ass song, which is clearly Darkness Machine, his band oh, that is is running. And it's called I'm going to assume it's called No More Dark Skies. <laughs> the lyrics are fucking hilariously bad and cringy. And it, it felt like the the lyrics were almost like auto-generated yeah they were like my sorrow in the darkest rainy skies like it was really <laughs> fucking so bad it rolls so hard <laughs> <laughs> but listen, when, he, when that was happening and he feeds the horse the apple <laughs> I, I lost it it's like yeah my sorrow I'm a badass. And he's just like, here, horse, have an apple. I'm, I'm going to crunch mine. Let's have an apple together, horsey. It was just something about that scene fucking killed me because they were so drawn out. Yeah, you it, know? Is, it is absolutely, we can't afford to even write a song that sounds like Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Yeah. But yeah, 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 God, yes. we desperately want to give those vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so I bad. I feel like that song and just like, it really just emulates how awkward I think even just... Uh, the interactions and like how people talk like people are not good actors in this movie no no No. they've done a bad job um (laughs) he he the 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 prospector you know that he asks to to watch his horse 
it was definitely his first acting game. <laughs> like he was someone's uncle for yeah. sure. His well, there's like accent a pause changes. Before. Yeah, yeah. There's like a pause before each line. Yep. Like, let me there remember this... it real fast and then let's go. <laughs> or let me read it more... and then go. Yeah, it's almost like he was reading off a of cue cards. It was like it was a mm-hmm. fucking SNL sketch, yeah. sketch or something like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I really... <laughs> the one guy Jebediah, tall, I call him Tall Hat Jeb. Um, he was like when he was creeping, he was creeping in the woods on the only lady in the old west with implants. Yeah. Um, there's no judgment, but just you know, no judgment. I didn't know they had de- them back then. It's I didn't know they had those back then. Yeah, you know? It's definitely a note I have of yeah. huge frontier boobs. <laughs> That's the thing too. The thing I liked about that scene the most um, is you know they they show she's undressing, she's she's bathing in a in, in a pasture you know as one does but just her just her boobs were dirty right. so she's just washing her boobs <laughs> um and uh and then hey guys Jebed- boob set is weird is real like <laughs> i get it but like, like you know what i mean if you walk you know in the old west i imagine you don't get a lot of opportunities to bathe it's probably a whole event you know right. what i mean you gotta like get, you know you gotta scrub everything and stuff no she was just like you know, just gotta tidy up the boobs but the my <laughs> the best part was after jebediah is creeping on her Tall hat Jeb is trying to hide. Like he's he's the, he's the size of a fucking you know Mini Cooper, and he's trying right. to hide in the fucking weeds. Um, after she catches him and is like, "Get the fuck out of here, Jeb," or whatever, they play this music that's like, "Oh, poor Jeb." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like ding dong. <laughs> yeah, it was like, "Oh, poor Jeb." In trouble again. To, Creep just trying to creep on, you know. Yeah, it was so strange. Is it, was it, was the song called Boys boobs. Will Be Boys? <laughs> What's that? Was the song called yeah. Boys Will Be Boys? <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, God, that's what it felt like for sure. Um, but then you, you get probably what's the, what what are the most like the scenes that I like the most, which were th- there's a fucking um, uh, uh, like a meteor has fallen and they find the meteor and the two dumbass rednecks take a wheelbarrow, bring the, re- the, the uh, meteor back and it's glowing green. They crack it in half. A bunch of fucking gas and spores and all this shit come out of it. Um, but the whole scene when they break it open and they all start getting, you know, it just reminded me of the scene in Joe Dirt where they're like. Oh no, poison mustard gas. <laughs> that thing did kind of look like the meteor poop. Because yeah. they, but they were outside in the middle of town and none of them ran away. None of them stepped back. They all just stood right there and went, oh, oh, oh. They're so, they're so stupid throughout that entire scene. Yeah. It's so laughable because they're like, yeah. we found this where there's nothing growing out there. Do you think this could be poisoning the trees? And it's like, well, what if it's poisoning us? And it's like, we're not trees, stupid. Yeah, he's like, how do you know it's not going to poison us? He's like, because we ain't got damn trees. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see yeah. the logic. Yeah, I follow that. I follow. Yeah. I follow. You get what you um, deserve on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this back to back with. Um, so, I, I mean, I watched all three movies within a couple of days. And it's funny because compared to Blood Rain, yeah. some of the performances in here are like Oscar worthy. Right. But, compared, <laughs> but compared to Gala Walkers, they're laughably bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's just like, it was such a stark contrast. It was, it was, it was wild. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, some some of the other things that because like I said, I'm not going to go through the plot here. But you know, the fucking it turns them into zombies, right? They turns right. them into like fucking screaming rage zombie kind of thing. But they're like kind of intelligent, and they like kind of go through the woods and all this stuff. So 
you come to learn, you don't know why, but the main guy is trying to get money. And he keeps talking about how it's for a good cause, for a good cause. And the bounty he's trying to find is for this like Native American, like warrior guy who apparently like raped and murdered this, this, this woman, right? That's what Mm -hmm. he's, he's been accused of. And he has killed multiple bounty hunters that have come looking for him. So they cross each other's paths, of course, and then they got to be friends. And then uh, he buys a lady. Yeah. Question mark, yeah. question mark. Um, to he, buy, he, buys a lady from, <laughs> he buys a lady from Jeffrey Epstein of the Old West. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, God, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he's just like, we're going to use her as bait. And the way he does it is just like he gets a tent stake and like puts it in the ground. And then <laughs> apparently that's strong enough to keep a grown woman down. I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, it's pretty racist in itself. It's just like, yeah, you know how you catch an engine. You put a white woman on a stake. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not what he said. Like, and, and you know what? what? It fucking it fucking works. Works yeah. first try within a minute. Yeah. He gets and, the one that he wants too. Uh, yeah. And he's supposed to be like super stealthy, but he the first time you see him, he's just standing on the edge of like the only rock in a pr- prairie, just standing there. He's like, "Do I smell white woman?" Like he comes yeah. running. It's just like it's so fucking stupid. Um. So yeah, there's just like so many padding shots in here. Um, the the guy, he yeah, is hunting. He's just like he's just standing on a cliff. Um, and uh, oh, we talked about the bit. We ain't trees, ain't <laughs> we? Ain't be- we ain't trees. You- oh, that's what he says. <laughs> you ain't trees, you we- idiot. <laughs> we ain't trees, you idiot. Which is the best old west insult. I love calling people an idiot. Yeah, idiot. Um, the fight scene. Uh, they were really trying, but like both the guy who plays the Native American like warrior and of course the main character are both the most uncoordinated theater kids of all time <laughs> with no strength or coordination at all. So it's just like really, really poorly done. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you get some, the mutant zombies kind of come into the town and that's when kind of all hell breaks loose. Uh, and they always sneak up on so, like a woman as she's like unbuttoning her blouse. So when she <laughs> runs, she has to be like boobs out while she's running happens several times. Um, and then you get a, a gratuitous, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm no prude, but the gratuitous blood squirt on the boobies. Um, and you know what? I just want to point out, neither of you guys' movies have that. No. no we neither don't. of you have blood squirt we on We have more horses, you just have way more boobs. And yeah, blood yeah, squirting yeah. on the boobs, How yes. many horse, how many boobs equal one horse? Good question. I mean, yeah. so... Uh, What's the conversion rate? I haven't checked. So you measure horses in hands, so two. It'd be two, like I would say, actually. So, so like two, two, one set of boobs equals one horse. And let's because yeah, I'm a five horse. I got a five horse movie here. And like what? Like I don't even. Someone can like correct this. Like say an average horse height is like fourteen hands. So let's say seven. <laughs> so yeah, it's seven way sets off, Brian. of boobs. You don't yeah. have. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the height of the horse. I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was trying. I don't know yeah. shit about horses. All right, so yeah, I need like a thousand <laughs> boobs to get to. Yeah, I'm okay. here. Yeah, I'm yeah. here for the horse facts, guys. All right, falling um, short on the boobs. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I needed like five times as many boobs. Um, yeah, the bird. We talked about this German bounty hunter shows up. You don't learn anything about him, and then he shows up at the end to finish the movie and just like be the hero. It's so stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Um, but 
I, I don't understand because they do a okay job with some of the zombie makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even have some okay gore effects, like practical effects, but then they still use the CGI blood splatter for like every gunshot, which is Yeah, that was really sucks. awkward. I didn't like that. But yeah. I yeah. did I did actually like the zombies though. I thought they were kind of neat. Yeah. I th- yeah. I have a note the best performance in the whole movie, I think, is the lady zombie that's uh, that is the yeah. blatant evil dead two ripoff. Yeah, with the nighty, she's yeah. wearing like a fucking negligee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she has she has a great like monster performance. It's not bad. It, it reminds me of um, the Silent Hill nurses. Yes, very much so. That's what I wrote down. It reminds me of the Silent Hill nurses, Sans Hat, mm-hmm. and she also is um, by far the most makeup effects they they spent. The most time on her by far. Yeah. So she and she wasn't on screen that much, which kind of I mean, it was an OK scene. But yeah, she was definitely the the best looking like creature. Um, the, the one other thing I'll say about the main guy, because most of this is just me fucking ripping on him <laughs> is for like a fucking gunfighter, bounty hunter, badass. I've never seen anybody have more problems with their gun. <laughs> <laughs> he can't count bullets. No. Like five fucking times he pulls the trigger and there's not another bullet in there yep like you do that once and be like oh he one bullet you know he was short or whatever no he is incapable of counting rounds yeah and it comes back around like four or five times it's well, does, absolutely i mean does he even wild. know how to count that's what i'm saying like well, is there something money, else so like i'm gonna yeah so like, so i there, this may all play into and yeah I'm sure it doesn't. It's just he's a shitty actor and he's, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's shitty writing. But yeah. we can all roll this into his backstory. Yeah, that's what I was just to. about to get to. <laughs> I was like, okay, after this is what I wrote at the time when when him and the and the and the the uh, Native American warrior guy are sitting down telling each other basically their backstory. And it's so predictable. The, the other guy, which was he he obviously didn't rape and kill the 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 white woman they had fallen in love the father found out it was like you know what i mean it, it was that yeah. that type, type of thing which you knew was going to be the case right. the second you saw him because you're like oh no he's too good looking to be a rapist he is has been falsely accused yeah, yeah. it's very to kill a mockingbird he's a falsely yes. accused you know yeah yeah but then um the main guy this is what i wrote wait I just wrote, wait, period. (laughs) So our hero and romantic lead is a child rapist, (laughs) a groomer child rapist. So no, like not, not where I thought it was going. Now he murders people to support and force marriage on his pregnant child bride. Yeah. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> no There's bueno. no plot holes in that one. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My, my note. This read, guy's the biggest. He's the absolutely the biggest uh, villain in the movie. Absolutely. My <laughs> yeah. my note read. Ew. Did the hero just admit to being a ped? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Kevin's like. She was very young, but boy, was she pretty. Like, it was, and then he was like, and she, and and we fell in love, and she wasn't ready, but I took advantage of her, and now I'm going to marry her, and I'm going to pay her rent. I'm going to pay her rent so it'll make up for the fact that I... Like even 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 rape yeah even brutally bad. Like, even some of that dialogue could be, like, 
I, you could look at the context a little differently of she was just an innocent person but there's mm-hmm. a line he says at the very beginning that confirms that he took advantage of a child because mm-hmm. they're talking about the the woman that he was using as bait she's now along with their party and mm-hmm. she's up in a room and you know uh they're talking about the the, the native american and uh the hero quote are talking about their women and you know, the Native American asked him, does Rhiannon, who's the woman upstairs, does yeah. she remind you of your special lady? And he mm-hmm. says, yes, but Rhiannon's a grown woman. She, oh, can, she can make yeah. her yeah. own choices. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, that means that your woman isn't grown and she can't make her own choices. No. What the no. fuck? It, it, he basically says, like, if I pay the mortgage they'll continue to let me victimize their daughter. Like right. that that's pretty much what he says. Do you I mean, think th- there's any scenario I just want to feel a little bit better about this right now. Do you think there's any level of like just ignorance in how it was written and they're just like it just comes like us being us and we're like, did they just say that? And it's well, not really what they meant. I eh, I think I, it's you know mm. I think I it's, think it's I th- yeah. I think it's ignorance in like the way it would be read by audiences, especially today. Cause yeah. the, so I think it's easy to admit that like, yes, this probably went on back in that day. Sure. Yeah. But people also got married when they were 13. Back right. Then. Yeah. You it's know not, what I mean? Like not good or bad. That's just that, that yeah. would have been a regular thing. Yeah. So it, yeah, sure. It happened back then, but it's not what we want out of our heroes. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like it, so yeah, they're like yeah. This didn't happen. This isn't a fictional account, <laughs> right? You can make it anything. Yeah. You made this up. Yeah, you, you made it. it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, we're not talking. Ulysses it's not S. like Grant. we're telling we're the talking. real story of Billy the Kid, and you're like, well, warts and all. This is the real story. Yeah, so this is a character you made up. Yeah, yeah this, you made this, up. The a story pedophile. would be fine if he just like didn't mention her being like super young. Right, yeah. you know what I mean. It could have been a fine, like, admirable story if it wasn't like. Oh, oh yeah. I did no. forget to um, mention to you guys that um, the, Rene Perez also um, is a pedophile. It, <laughs> he also directed Jeepers Creepers. Oh, oh no! Geez, really? <laughs> no, no. That, no, no. <laughs> no, the guy who <laughs> directed Jeepers Creepers is a pedophile. That's that was, yeah. <laughs> um, and wrote a story about. <laughs> Being a pedophile, basically, that's what Jeepers Creepers is about. Yeah. yeah, and also directed Powder, I think. Yeah, and was a pe- <laughs> was a pedophile on the set of Powder. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know anything about Rene Perez, but uh, yeah, it's this the, some of this some of the subtext is is not flattering. Well, now, now hold on. Let's did Rene Perez write the script? Yeah, yeah, he did. Never mind. Yeah, written, I was, directed. I, I, was, I was trying to see if maybe he just went with a script that he didn't read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. He does this ripoff thing. Like that yeah. is his whole shtick. Well, That's the only way you, he makes money. You can you can hire uh, people to write you bad scripts for sure, like a thousand dollars because they think they're yeah. going to be in Hollywood. I would know because mm-hmm. I was part of that scam once. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, oh, this was another one going back to the main character for is just like a, a an acting school kid um uh he it was around the time where you're where they're having this discussion he says something about gold and he goes what gold (laughs) 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 what's gold i just oh i i I lulled at that one um hold on i can't can't get off of this (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) why did the actor not ask for those lines to be changed (laughs) 
I don't know. It's the only well, time it comes up. It's the only Maybe scene it comes up. Well, this is the I other thing see. that I, these bad movies, they always, we said it in, your, in, in Blood Rain, they all want to be edgier than they've earned. Mm-hmm. And I want, and I wonder if it's that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like know. that response. I don't think it actually justifies how terrible all those lines were. It doesn't justify <laughs> it, but it's just like, that's, that's how stupid. They're bad at their job. They've done yeah. a bad job. They've yeah. made a bad movie. <laughs> they failed at the, what they set out to do. Um, they made the movie, but right. uh, they did a bad job. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is just, I'm just picking apart a really piece of shit movie. Like, why are they continue to stay in this town? Uh, why did the, the, the Native American warrior guy get, motorboated by zombie Jebediah <laughs> like why does why why that you know that's not what zombies do they like bite your neck or your right. face or something oh. he just like goes after his solar plexus like I don't understand what, what I, I think the to effect there. was supposed to be that he ate out his heart that's what I was hoping but then yeah. that never happens he, like, he had something in his mouth, but it like it just looks bad. It doesn't play. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like all. like most things in this movie, they probably just had access to like something they could use in that scene. Like with however, like the blood mm-hmm. came out. They're like, yeah, well, he has to bite him there. That's yeah, it. Right. Like, I feel like everything um, is so literal in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very surface level. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I like that uh, when he gives the um, the the dancer whatever her name is or whatever um, or I forget who it was he gives the one girl no 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 she's not a dancer she's just the girl he bought <laughs> he gives her the little like um, the little single shot pistol it's basically like a riverboat gambler type pistol yeah. mm-hmm. and she comes around the corner there's a zombie and it's apparently the noisy <laughs> cricket of the old west. <laughs> There was the loudest gunshot, <laughs> and it it blasted him ten feet back off his yeah. feet. Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, "What?" It's the sm- the gun is three inches big, right? And it explode. It really it it was like a, it was a joke. Like yeah. it really was like the the gag, the noisy cricket gag in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, so I'm gonna good. skip through a bunch of this really shitty stuff because then eventually he just becomes a badass, and he, all of a sudden he's good at guns and just fucking you know blows everybody away um and the then he, it, like, yeah and it just becomes a well, an old west zombie first person shooter for a minute and, yeah. and then just the climax is him getting into a physical altercation and then ultimately getting you know munched by a zombie and then um he of course the, the woman the woman he bought for like five dollars he gives her the money um and she has been his captor captive Cat, or, I mean, I'm sorry, she has been his captive, and now he died, and the the right thing would have been her going, ha fuck you, dickhead, take the money and run, <laughs> but instead, she's like, I'll, I'll go find your child bride and make sure she's taken care of, and, and he goes, she'll be easy to find, she's the most beautiful girl in the world, <laughs> which... Now here's a here's a, a, Buy a pretty a, dress a so I can look down on her so I can continue to groom her Buy from the clouds. Oh god! There's so many things funny things happening in this scene. Oh, that last because, scene is so bad because she doesn't know that she's a child bride. 
She doesn't no. know she's looking for a child bride. No, so she's it's very... going to show up and, the, and she's going to be 11 and she's right. going to go, Ew. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there's he has another line, which his whole death is way better than Jada Pinkett in uh, Scream 2. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's there, yeah. So, so protracted. And But he has a line where he says, uh, don't tell her how I died because mm-hmm. it'll give her nightmares. Because children have nightmares. <laughs> you know what else I gives am... children nightmares? <laughs> Being raped, sir. Yeah. You rapist. Here's what I wrote down. I said, oh why is she so loyal to this piece of shit? He bought her, used her as bait. She saved him. Now she's going to pick up his cause? Well, was she still I wrote, a fuck, captive? Fuck that guy. That's okay. Because yeah, he I said, mean, once you help me get the guy, then you're free. Yeah, but still, he hasn't made good on any of that. I know, I'm not trying to defend this she, guy. Yeah, <laughs> she, like, I, I just wrote, fuck that guy, t- piss on his corpse and take his money. The, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> the only good thing he did was him and the Native American traded off carrying her back to town. That's literally That's all it. they did for That's him. It. And she had a scrape. It's not like her leg was off. You know, she just had what appeared to be like poison ivy that she itched too much. And they were like, we're going to carry you the whole way back to town. And now she has like undying loyalty to the man who bought her and used her as bait. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He's just a completely irredeemable main Sometimes character. you got to use the situation to your advantage. I wouldn't yeah. have wanted to walk that way entire way either. I have a theory. Oh, and- I'm hurt. Carry oh. me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a horse girl. I'm used to riding a horse. My horse. <laughs> I, I like. I, I, I have a theory. So the German hunk that just shows up mm-hmm. in a sling. He, like his arms, obviously injured. Shows up, just cleans house, and fucking saves the day. He's German blade. Yeah, and he just fucked everything up. And the movie we've been watching is one of those like dual screen experiences of this other <laughs> asshole that's like a minor character and that's his like that's his story that's just a companion to the main story which is German Old West Blade. Right. And he and you and we're just seeing the bookends to that, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very possible that this German guy is actually a vampire, which is why he's unaffected by the bite, aside yeah. from it, you know, just being an injury. A surface yeah. level and- injury. And he's also fucking clean. Oh, yeah. Dude's pants aren't even dirty. No. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just been walking around fucking everybody up. Yeah. He's buff, taking baths, shooting yeah. zombies. He has no <laughs> yeah. problem surviving in this world. It doesn't bother yeah. him. Yeah. You know, he's also obviously not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this movie's uh, fucking trash. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in, every, in every sense of the word. Um, it was what I would describe as barely watchable um but like i didn't turn it off but i will put it this way if i wasn't watching for the show i i probably would have turned it off Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot for me to turn a movie off Mm -hmm. like this movie the only thing that kept it good was making fun of the main character like that's the only thing that made it fun is how dumb and how you hated him and he wasn't cool and then you learn his backstory is that he's actually fucking despicable like on top of all this like mm-hmm. it just was uh it was just insult <laughs> to injury so yeah 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 don't watch it 
don't watch it. That's what I would say. <laughs> don't watch it. Don't I, tell people I feel, what to do. I feel like I really have to watch. <laughs> Let them make their own decisions. <laughs> I have to watch Death Kiss though, though. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I am going to watch Death Kiss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Do don't get me wrong. Huge Renee Perez guy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I am just very I see that there's a second one but I like it's like the dead and the damned and the darkness and the dark I think there's th- I think there's three yeah is there yeah I saw I yeah. saw the third one advertised in my up next on Tubi <laughs> no and then, and then you put you ran dove and yanked the cord out of the wall for your TV before it started Yink. but Tubi so didn't, Perez didn't get that dime or whatever yeah um yeah yeah, yeah it was a piece of shit guys um yeah. so so that's where we're at here. Now, uh, uh, let, let's start out. Let's start out because uh, this this could be interesting. This is, I don't think this is one of those ones where we just go like, hey, we're all going to vote for our own movie and then we're going to go to second. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know either, but I, I, I went into this feeling like feeling one way and now I feel a little bit differently. I okay. like, especially after talking to you guys and I feel like I was just going to go for the one that I thought was like literally the worst out of all of them. <laughs> Which in a lot of ways I did feel like was mine, but um, I don't know. Socially, I like, yeah, no, I, I don't feel that some way. That's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start and okay. gauge your thoughts. Okay. Um, I feel like my vote is going to be the most obvious. I feel like you guys know what I'm going to do. You're going to vote for mm-hmm. mine. I'm going to vote for Gala Walkers because okay. I genuinely enjoyed it. <laughs> I, like, I understand what that says about me, but I had a lot of fun with this Stop movie. Stop getting and high I, and watching movies. <laughs> no, that's my that's my leisure activity. I smoke Steve, weed and watch what bad <laughs> movies. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, um, oh, to pause for two seconds. Um, One out of five horse stars for you. Just yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't horse, forget. I mean, horse I couldn't, stars. I couldn't figure. I couldn't I knew that. I wasn't coming strong with horse yeah. stars. Yeah. No, no fault on the like horse. I do like that they're not even horses. No, they're horse stars, <laughs> <laughs> which I imagine is our ninja stars designed for killing horses. <laughs> I've seen that in the Jet Li movie, I think. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah one out of i mean yeah this is I'm, I'm lucky to get one horse star i mean it's it might even be a half horse star situation <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna listen i'm gonna vote for gala walkers because i like i'm gonna watch that movie again at some point i'm sorry <laughs> steve i've done so many things to damage steve and vice president he like has looked at me with disgust on at least three occasions it's, today and I, I don't think it's disgust i think it's puzzlement <laughs> There's a lot of puzzlement. I'm a complicated guy. Just, yeah. I, I just have a hard time imagining anybody watching Gallo Walkers again voluntarily and <laughs> eating a tub of cottage cheese with black pepper on it. It doesn't sound. Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound like a real existence in my head. It, but I'm like, I won't have a shirt on, and I'll just be like, I'll just be sitting there in my underwear. Stoned out of my gourd. He's in, in your underwear is gonna have Tubi all over it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tidy whities well, that you had marker Tubi all over it. Tubi whities. Tubi whities. Yeah, it, it, my underwear says on the on the like on the crotch says Tubi, and then on the bat on the butt it says or not Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> I um, also not coincident, but to give you a mindset. Of where I was at when I watched this movie. After I watched this movie, I went into the kitchen, opened the fridge door to get something to eat, and Kate had bought these grapes. 
that are humongous. Okay. They're like the size of fucking plums. Ooh. And I was like, I'll send you a video. I stopped and made a video. And I was like, <laughs> what are these big ass fucking grapes? What's happening? I was so stoned. Um, anyway, I was like, how are grapes this big? <laughs> You had to be there. All right. So, guys, what do you think? Okay. Um, I Sorry if I'm cutting you off, Steve. I think I'm actually going to stick to my original thought with walking to this since we were choosing what we thought to be the worst movies. I'm going to vote for the worst movies in order. I don't, okay. I don't think mine's the worst. Okay. I'm going to go Brian and then Steve's and then mine. Okay. That's so how I'm voting. So, so you thought mine was worse than Steve's? Because I mean, of the pedo- not, because and honestly, oh, I thought okay. it was better at first, and yeah. then we talked about the pedophile, and I somehow maybe like I, I yeah, yeah. didn't catch no, on. No, no, fair, yeah. fair, yeah, right, um, fair. Yeah, so that that makes it worse. So, so that's a so that's a vote for Brian and a vote for Gallo Walkers. Yeah. yeah, 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 correct. Yeah, okay. So it comes down to me, and <laughs> I, uh, I'm I I think this is the first time that I'm not picking my movie. I'm not going to vote for my movie outright. I think okay. it's the first time. And I'm going to vote for The Dead and the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. No. I, I, were you take... going in the realm of like, which which is worse? Is that what you were feeling like? or? Well, there are... So, so Gallo Walkers has nice elements to it, right? right? There's nothing nice about The Dead and the Damned. The cinematography sure. is shit. The editing is shit. Everything is shit. The script is shit. There, and, cool. and what makes... I think what makes this a better, worse movie than mine is like mine is too competent. It's competent and fucking boring. Whereas... Yeah, yeah. If, it, if it was standard, it's, it is on the upper echelon of Uva Bowl movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it, hurt it more than anything. And it just comes across as white noise. Whereas yeah. watching the Dead and the Damned, I would actually watch that again if it came out as like a riff tracks or a mystery science theater, or even yeah. if we did it like that. Because yeah, mm-hmm. it, it there is something wrong in every scene, whether it's a it's fucking microphone, horrifyingly bad, or a bad effect or the script comes up fucking stupid or like there's so there's so many fucking dumb bad lines in this movie Mm -hmm. that made me laugh and then i laugh i out of all three of these movies i laughed my ass off at the death scene of the pedophile where he's telling this woman to go find his child bride and annoy her and not give her nightmares and then tell her to wear her pretty dress so I can be a pervert from heaven. I didn't stop laughing that entire scene and that's why I had to vote for it's no, so that works. fucking wrong. You know what's funny? Yeah. This is a movie that I picked. If you recall, I I, I had mentioned that I was gonna when we decided we were gonna go lowbrow on this, mm-hmm. I was gonna pick um, uh, Gala Walkers because I had seen it before, right. and I remember thinking this is bad. Um, but then I was like, you know what? Let me just try a couple more. And the just the next up on in line on Tubi was Dead and the Damned. I started it. I watched ten minutes. And I was like, this is my movie. Yeah. And it, <laughs> because it was so fucking bad right from the beginning mm-hmm. and the music, the music is really what yeah. Yeah. initially I was like, there are some like really poorly performed guitar solos mm-hmm. happening behind CGI squibs. And this is only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And it did, it did it not did. disappoint. Yeah. 
It did not. I just, I, I had no idea the depth that this one would sink to. And it's, yeah. (laughs) It was really, I didn't, yeah, I did not expect the whole (laughs) pedophile heel turn. (laughs) It was really bizarre. Oh, boy. Uh, And and it has the most boobs. And it has the most boobs. Yeah, yeah, it does. Adult boobs, so, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, when you have to, when you have to uh, make that differentiation. Okay. Um, I genuinely um, feel. I don't want to say guilty, but I do feel some shame for taking the championship uh, in in this in this sur- set of circumstances. Get an asterisk next to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like. You win the fight because you like hid in the corner well, while everyone else punched each other to death. Well, and then you're like, I'm the winner. I mean, Brian, you also won, you know, our first Satan, secret Satan, you know, that's true. Cause you, cause you got a better movie, you know, it's, I, I win the, I win the, yeah, the, the absolute just bottom of the barrel battles. Yeah. You, you've won. <laughs> yeah. You've won some grimy fights and that's okay. I but. am. I am. I get, I get it done dirty. I'm a, I'm a bottom feeder. I'm the catfish of, of of this of this trio here. I'm just gonna. I'm content to just suck the scum off the bottom of the pond. Um, but because of that, okay. uh, I I am not gonna go too dirty. Uh, I'm not gonna do you too dirty. But I would like to do an official. I, I'm not sure yet, but I am leaning towards the idea. I would love to do. Steve, I think you watched it. And if you did already, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do something else because I have three or four different ones that I was thinking about doing. The Boxer's Omen. Did you end up watching it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't. Yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. It is, that it's is a real bonkers. Wild fucking movie. Yeah. There's a couple of movies that are kind of in that realm that, I, that, I, that I'd like to perhaps discuss. So we will see. We will see. Yeah. That I, is just I think we should do that one at some point. But. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's March. If you wanted to throw yeah. a leprechaun in there, I don't think the audience would be mad about that. If you wanted to... Do we do leprechaun in the hood? We could do it in the hood. We could do it in <laughs> yeah. space, since Amityville yeah. in space got a lot of uh, recognition. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. All right. I, I'll ruminate. Yeah. I'll ruminate on this. But it's going to be an absolute piece of shit, you guys. <laughs> um, all right. March showdown is in the books. And... Two and a half hours. That's not bad, considering we have traditionally been three or even as much as four hours before. Well, when um, the movies are fun to talk about, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These movies were absolute horseshit. Um, but uh, check back in for a little, like I said, a a quote unquote punishment episode. Your boy gets to pick what we talk about on next week's mini sode. I'm gonna make it fun. I'm not gonna make it because, like I said, I you know I know I didn't earn this one, right? I came out on top the the pogs landed face up uh for me but it really wasn't a skill um so we're gonna do something wild and fun uh but you probably should um start throwing us some some more suggestions because just in a couple of quick weeks here we're gonna be selecting what our april showdown uh episode will be and not too long after that we're getting into may and then we're getting in june and then we're getting into our one-year anniversary, believe it or not, is not that far away. So 
I would love to just do something fucking wacky, whether it be our Royal Rumble idea or something just bonkers batshit mm-hmm. uh, for for that one. So if you've got any ideas or any suggestions that way, check us out. You know, you know, if you don't already over on the social medias, but also send them damn directions that way. Like I said, slide on in, warm your hands up. Right? Don't come in all cold and clammy. <laughs> warm your hands up. Slide into the DMs. Give us some of those suggestions, I, uh, and then we will bring them. We will. We will. We'll take them into consideration. I, oh, I yeah. especially after what we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. a little cautious about that. You don't. You don't love that. You don't love it. All right. Fair enough. The, uh, I didn't love it before. I don't love it now. <laughs> this episode has definitely left me feeling like I need to go squeegee down in a field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I need to go clean clean my tits, yeah. (laughs) And on that note, I'm going to go clean my tits. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us for another showdown episode of Halloween is Forever. For the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. I'm going to go wash my tits. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.